your friends are getting sacked for Friday night. Take it away, boys. Let the football fly. Hello and welcome out to District District 3 South, not South, we're here for the Northwestern Trojans here at District 3 right here on Cherry Road. I'm Chet Tucker joined by Matt Hires and Matt, we are set for a fantastic night of football. We got the Northwestern Trojans taking on the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats. That's right, not a traditional matchup per se for the Northwestern Trojans. They've only faced Brooklyn Casey three times in their entire existence and actually Brooklyn Casey holds the edge with two wins to Northwestern's only uh, one win. The last meeting was that Northwestern Trojan win, 49-7, to in the third round of the playoffs in 1981, Chet. So quite a while since these two teams have tangled. Brooklyn Casey is coming out of Region 5-3A with a 1-1 one one record. Uh, week one, they got manhandled by the Burns Rebels, 62-7. to And last week, uh, quarterback Tanner Staten uh, tossed three late touchdowns to rally the Bearcats over Airport 31-20. to So, Brooklyn Casey, they do have a lot of athletes. They've got a lot of speed on both sides of the ball, but I think when it really comes down to it, they're going to have a hard time matching up with the size and strength of the Trojans tonight. Yeah, and you mentioned that they have that size and strength on both sides of the ball, Matt, and part of the reason why is because a lot of those guys, they're talented players, are playing on both sides of the ball. So we'll certainly have to keep an eye on that to see how many of those were able to keep up with the pace of the Northwestern offense defensively uh, and then go out and how effective can they be on the offensive side of the ball. We're about five minutes from kickoff. We'll take a quick break and uh, be right back for that kickoff. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. School's back in session and dinner is just one more thing on the list. Make mealtime easy with a stop at your local McDonald's. Plus, through September 4th, download the McDonald's app and get a crispy chicken sandwich combo for just $5. This is Benny Etter. If your air conditioning unit Spank. is straining under the summer heat, there's no reason to wait until it breaks down completely. No matter what the weather, air tech makes it better. Don't wait until it's too late. Call 327-7100. Attending an event in Old Town this year? Be sure to pick up after yourself and ensure no trash is left behind. A single can left on Main Street could enter the storm drain and end up in the Catawba River. Do your part and don't litter. This message brought to you by the City of Rock Hill and Palmetto Pride. Are you ready to buy a home? Whether it's a first-time buy, refinance, or new construction, Family Trust is ready to help. Our knowledgeable mortgage loan originators are here to make your planning process quick and easy. You come first, which is why we have a variety of mortgage programs to fit your needs, including 100% financing. Contact a mortgage loan originator at 1-800-367-4100 for qualifications, terms, and conditions. Family Trust is federally insured by NCUA and is an equal housing lender. NMLS 493 819. Comporium knows that back to school means back to homework. From what color is Fido all the way to coat tangent? It means back to study groups, study breaks, and study fights. Back to physics. William H. Taft and the clarinet. Oh, just keep practicing. We're more than your internet company. We're your studying just got fun again company. Comporium. Always ready.
Well, welcome back out to District 3. I'm Chet Tucker, joined by Matt Hires, and we are thrilled to have Spanky 3 back at Broadcast House on the ones and twos for you. We have a great night of football coming up for you. The Northwestern Trojans taking on the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats, and Northwestern has taken the field. Captains are out at midfield. They are about to do the honors out there with the coin toss and all that. Matt, what are your keys to victory for them? Well, for the Trojans tonight, what they're going to have to do is ground and pound. They need to go straight ahead and run the ball north and south behind this huge offensive line led by Northwestern University commit Jordan Knox. And Turbo Richard, that is just what he's done all season long. So far, just through two games, he's got 378 yards and seven touchdowns on the ground. So Northwestern needs to stick to that game plan, not throw the ball unless completely needed. And on the defensive side of the ball, their defensive backs are going to get a good workout by this Brooklyn Casey offense tonight. So they're going to have to keep their heads on a swivel, keep the ball in front of them, and cut down on useless penalties. We talked a little bit about in the pregame show about how Northwestern looked last week. They were coming out of the clouds after that huge victory against Rock Hill High in the opener. Uh, Then get to Clover. It's a game that's delayed. They don't start till late. Uh, get out there, jump out to that 26 to nothing lead, and then allow Clover to creep back into it and really kind of put the game in jeopardy in the fourth quarter. Well, knowing Coach Paige Wofford, how many times do you think he mentioned that this week? Hey, guys, you had you had your boot on their throat there, and you just let them up for air, and they almost came back and beat you. I, I bet he mentioned that at least 100 times in practice this week, just trying to get his the mindset of the Trojans right, coming into this game against an opponent they don't know much about. Uh, they don't normally play, not somebody they line up with regionally here in this schedule. But uh, just telling them to get that killer instinct back like they had in week zero against the Rock Hill Bearcats. And it's probably a, a telling tale that uh, this Brooklyn Casey team, they're the Bearcats as well, just of a different breed. That's right, and I think Northwestern would like to come out of here tonight with the, the same type of performance they put on in week zero. We're just about set for action here. The captains are running away from midfield. The Brooklyn Casey team is about to run through their banner and get out here onto the field, but looks like that will still be another minute or so away. We'll take a quick break. Be back with kickoff. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. I'm Dr. Sam with Burrow Welshel Colt Orthodontics. Ready to get the ball moving for braces this fall? Our special teams are ready. Visit us at SaturdayBraces.com to set up your free consult. At Burrow Welsh Cope Orthodontics, we make smiles that last a lifetime. Maintaining your furnace is the best way to keep your energy bills low. This is Jason Ralden with Elite Air and Heat. For less than $16 a month, the home team plan will have you ready for any season. Elite Air and Heat, your hometown home team, proudly a Ream Pro Partner. Ride like a pro on My Ride Rock Hill. Press the stop request bar to let the driver know if you want off at the next stop. Buses only stop if someone is waiting to get on or if a rider requests to exit. Make My Ride your ride at MyRideRockHill.com. Ready, set for kickoff. You got the Northwestern Trojans. They won the toss, deferred in their all purple uniforms, purple pants, purple jerseys, purple helmets with white trim. And the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats in all white with some, can't tell if that's black or burgundy from here. I think it's burgundy highlights on their unis, but it will be Caleb Rodriguez kicking off for the Trojans. A couple players back deep for BC expecting a pooch kick. 
Rodriguez will get his right foot into it. Gets a nice kick down inside the 10. Some confusion there. Two guys going for it. It's on the ground. They'll have to dive on it inside the 10 at about the 8-yard line and kind of disaster on the opening play there for Brooklyn Casey. That's right. Mr. Do-Everything for the B.C. Bearcats and Ezekiel Mays was back there. Ran into the other return man, Deshaun Watts, Washington, and actually dropped the ball on the turf, and they both were scrambling to get it, and both of them covered it up there, downing it at the Brooklyn Casey seven-yard line. Yeah, it looked like they were both anticipating the pooch kick and had a deep return man, but the up back didn't get the message that he had time to settle up underneath it and kind of ran into one another. So from the seven-yard line, BC starts in the shadow of their own goalpost. 4-3 defense out front, just the base D for the Northwestern defense to start this one off. Talented quarterback Tanner State will come out with three wides to his right on the far side, one to the near one back in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff straight up the middle, looking for some room. We'll find a bit. Crosses the 10. That pile will continue to drive. They're out to the 15, just churning their legs. That's going to be a great gain, almost out to the 17-yard line, close to a first down. And that's just textbook getting your pads lower than the man in front of you. This offensive line by Brooklyn Casey, they had shortened down their splits. They're not very wide apart, almost like a wedge right there in front of quarterback Tanner Staten. They were able to get their pads under the defensive line of the Trojans, pushing them out of the way for a big game. And they're going to call it 10 yards. It's going to be a first down. It will indeed be enough. They'll move the chains, get those set. So now from the 17-yard line, Staten in control. Twin sets to each side. Be another handoff inside this time. Nothing doing, but able to get around the outside. Able to fight back to the line of scrimmage. And just beyond it is tailback Deshaun Washington. Trojans had a beat on him in the backfield, Matt, but he got away. They did. And credit Trey Wilmore. Nice lateral speed coming over from the middle linebacker spot to make that tackle. And just hold BC to a pickup of two. Yeah, it looked like a negative play. Able to stretch it out around the outside. Able to pick up two. Sets up second down and eight. Clock moves, 10 minutes, 48 to go here in the first quarter. Opening possession, B.C., three wide receivers stacked to the tight side of the field. Now they'll run one in motion. That's Mays. Staten looking to throw in Mays' direction. It'll be caught out there back at the 15. Mays tries to get upfield. He'll get out to the 25, but no further. It sets up a manageable third down and two upcoming. Nice slant route by Nazekiel Mays. And watching these two teams in the warm-ups, that's something we can certainly say about the B.C. Bearcats. They run their routes well. They're very crisp, very polished, and we just saw that on exhibition right there. So now they'll bring in a big package, a couple of tight ends, check in, an additional offensive lineman. It's third down and two, and they're running in a tight Northwestern, struggling to get a guy off the field. It'll be a handoff, plenty of room. Be a gain of about five yards out across the 30 up to the 31-yard line. I believe that was Washington on the carry. Credit junior Jamar Perry of the Trojans with the stop, but not a stop too soon. He allowed uh, Washington to get across the sticks there, picking up that first down for B.C. More than two minutes now here on this opening possession, and part of B.C.'s game plan, Matt, I would imagine, will be to keep the ball out of the hands of that vaunted Trojan offense. So, Best defense is a good offense for the moment, eating up that clock. Staten in the shotgun, claps his hands. He'll send Mays in motion. Now he'll stop and be the second back in the backfield behind him. It'll be a handoff to Mays right up the middle. Has a little crease. Spin move at the 35. Now slung down at about the 37-yard line. It'll be enough for another Bearcat first down. Yeah, and Ezekiel Mays, as quick as he is, he plays a lot bigger than his five foot seven, 155-pound frame. Right between the tackles there, twisting and turning, and picked up another Brooklyn Casey first down. And that beautiful spin move right at the point of contact freed him up to 
get across that first down line to gain and get a couple of more yards. And now a drive that started kind of ominously back at their own seven-yard line, now out to the 42. The three wide receivers to the left. Fake the handoff inside state, looking to throw. Everybody covered up. Now he's going to be pressured and slung down back at the 37-yard line. Going to be a loss of about five yards. Great job by the Trojans there to get the sack. At number 96, Mason Greer. That's his second sack of the season. Wrapping up, uh, wrapping up Staten and dragging him down to the turf there. Staten, that was almost that was a good coverage sack. By the Trojans, Staten reviewing, going through all his progressions downfield, just nobody to throw the ball to. Yeah, he came out of that play action and looked like he wanted to get the, rid of the ball almost immediately, but the Trojans did a great job to take it away. He had nowhere to go with the ball and allowed Greer to come up and swallow him up. So now second down and 15. Staten looking to throw, going to go right side. Got a receiver out there, hit immediately, and defender's helmet pops off right at the tackle. He'll have to come out of the game, but gain a six. That's up a third down and nine, a chance for the Trojans to get off the field. Yeah, that was that Ezekiel Mays out there lined up in the slot receiver position. Just a quick curl route and comeback, able to pick up nice yardage, and it's going to bring up a third and manageable here for the B.C. Bearcats. Yeah, third and nine, certainly better than third and 15. Trojans with a four-man front, two linebackers, four wide receivers, three to the near side, one to the far. Washington in the backfield with Staten. Staten looking to throw, going right side. Single coverage down on that far sideline pass is going to be incomplete. Face coverage out there by the Trojans. A flag comes in late. Jamar Perry was in great position. But a little too handsy, according to the back judge. Throws a flag in that direction after some advocacy work by the coaches on that far sideline. Yeah, Jamar Perry, step for step with the B.C. receiver. Just stayed in his back pocket the whole time. The receiver turned around and actually kind of jumped up into Jamar Perry. But they got the guys in purple for the... uh, Pass interference penalty, and it looks like they're going to march this off. It's going to be a first down for Brooklyn Casey. Uh, kind of a shame there. That's one of those things you're in great position. The ball was underthrown by about three or four yards. The defender isn't turned around looking at the ball. He's watching the receiver. Receiver looking for the ball. Kind of tries to make an adjustment to slow down and get back to the ball, but the defender is there impeding his path, and that's why the flag is thrown. Trojans show blitz here on first and ten. They'll snap it up the inside, fake to Washington, throw over the head of the intended receiver, looking for Mays in the slot. Felt that pressure coming, got rid of it quick, and fired it high. That's right. Great swim move up front by Jeremiah McDowell, the senior defensive lineman, to get back there in state and space, rushing that throw. He was the real cause for that incompletion there. So a good push up front by this Northwestern defensive line after getting caught kind of flat-footed. The first couple of plays here in the first half. Second and ten now for BC. 7.24 to go. Still scoreless here. Opening possession of the game. Staten takes. is going to roll to his left. Now looking back to his right on a little post route. Trying to go over the middle. Got a receiver out there. Catches Maine at the five. Diving towards the end zone. They're going to say down inside the one-yard line. Pass complete out there to Evan Golden. Matt, we saw on film some big passes last week against Airport. They're able to connect with one here. That's right. Evan Golden is the biggest deep threat for this Brooklyn Casey team. Last week, a late 37-yard touchdown against Airport. And, again, he shows what he's made of with a nice long reception for the Bearcats here tonight. Yeah, they'll run the heavy package in, trying to get the down, the chain gang set up on that far side. They will get in position. Clock will stop while they bring the down marker all the way down inside the one. 
Now Staten under center. He's going to take it himself. Pushes his way into the end zone. Touchdown, B.C. Impressive opening drive for Brooklyn Casey. Capped by a one-yard touchdown run. And, Chet, this is the first time so far this season that the Trojans have trailed. So 6 to nothing, 7.05 to go first quarter. B.C. will send on their extra point team. Staten will be the holder. And that'll be Calvin Busby on to attempt the extra point. Snap back. Kick is up. And it is good. 7-0. Bearcats lead. You're listening to the OTS Sports Network. The most comfortable call you can make. Hospitality. This is Gene Lucas with Hospitality Heating and Air. Been waiting to replace your aging heating and air conditioning system? Get an American Standard System and 10-year parts and labor warranty, complete with a 10-year service contract, 980-4677. Most comfortable call you can make, Hospitality Heating and Air. Hi, I'm Janae with Harbor Chase of Rock Hill. Excellent care is our number one priority, while enriching lives is a real close second. Harbor Chase Assisted Living and Memory Care at 1611 Constitution Boulevard. Call us at 981-6855, Harbor Chase of Rock Hill, where we celebrate senior living. Seven to nothing is our score here at District 3, Brooklyn Casey. An impressive 93-yard opening drive. Cashed in by a state and one-yard touchdown run and a squib kick. And it's still on the ground inside the 20. Trojans trying to pick it up, scrambling for it, and fortunate to fall on top of it. Back there making the recovery, I believe, was Jamar Perry. He tried to pick up and roll with it, Matt. And lucky it kind of landed back in his lap. Well, maybe that's a good omen. The, the last time we saw that here in this game, Brooklyn Casey, they took the opening kickoff. Muffed it around back there, and then they went on a five-minute, 93-yard drive for a touchdown. So Trojans might be looking for some of that luck right here. So the Trojans will set up shop at their 16-yard line. Vocal taking on a little zone. Reed now runs it, dishes off the pass, and they've got it complete. Now crossing midfield, foot race, 40, 30, and brought down from behind. Shoestring touchdown saving tackle there as the pass was completed on the outside. I believe that was out to Jalen Logan who got in the open field on the fake. Jalen Logan, that's his sixth reception of the year. Puts him over 100 yards, and now the Trojans, they're going hurry up. Clearly got two running backs in the backfield. One of them be handoff inside. This is going off the left tackle. Great big old hole. Pickup of about 10, 12 yards. Chain gang was not in place, but that's down inside the 15 to about the 12-yard line. Zylan Arnold getting behind big Jordan Knox in that left side of the offensive line, making a huge hole for him in another first down. Well, they actually say it was nine. Now they're going to have to, to work with the chain game to get in position because they got down, and <laughs> by the time they got set up, the Trojans had already advanced at 10 yards, and so now they'll get it set, stop the clock to regroup. Trojans got the kickoff with about seven minutes to go, and in 23 seconds, already threatening down at the 12-yard line. we got a timeout on the field. We'll do the same. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Headed into the weekend thinking about the chores you need to get done? Then you need to stop at James River Equipment in Rock Hill. We'll help you live your dream with a new John Deere because a John Deere makes taking care of your property more enjoyable. We offer a free delivery as well as a 10-year warranty on compact utility tractors so you can get more done. 
Come find us at 380 North Anderson Road, 15 minutes south of the I-485 and the I-77 interchange. Request a quote today at jamesriverequipment.com. Didn't take long for that Trojan offense to show their speed, Matt. We had a little play fake there. Well-designed play. Finley Pope rolling out to his left. Had a couple of options. It was a zone read. Could have handed it off. Could have kept it himself as the defense collapsed on him. Able to find Jalen Logan over the top for a big gainer. Then one play handoff on the inside to Arnold, and the Trojans are in business at the BC 12-yard line. We started talking about just the athleticism of Finley Polk, you and I, last night, Chet, when we were preparing for this game. Northwestern had the luxury of having Will Madison for two years that could stretch plays out, make it happen with his legs. And we talked about just how accurate Finley Polk has been so far this year. He has completed 75% of his passes for 470 yards and five touchdowns through two games. So, Northwestern, at the quarterback position, I think you're going to be all right and you're going to be in great hands with Finley Polk. Polk comes out, got Arnold and Richard in the backfield with him. He's got three wide receivers. One spread way wide, all the way almost to the sideline is Will Brooks. Now handed off Turbo Richard on the inside. Big time collision, enough for the first down. Crosses the five into the end zone. Turbo Richard somehow escapes and scores for the Trojans. 13-yard scamper by Turbo Richard just getting behind the left side of that offensive line. What we've talked about, the strength of this Trojan offense. That's exactly what they had to do. So four plays later, after the muff kickoff return, Trojans hit pay dirt, and they're about ready to tie this thing up, looking for an extra point from Caleb Rodriguez. Trojans with the open bucket set up. They'll just keep the defense honest there. Now it'll be Caleb Rodriguez out of the hold of Ben Gregory. Snap back is a good one. Kick is up, and it is good. Trojans tied up 7-7, 6-31 to go here first quarter. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Try Firehouse Subs Spicy Cajun Chicken Sub with Cajun Seasoned Grilled Chicken Breast, House-Made Cajun Mayo, and Jalapenos, all on a toasted sub roll. And remember, a portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Only at your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. Founders knows you must use your best money-saving strategies to reach your full financial potential, including finding the best interest rates on your credit cards. In our current economy, you've got to make every dollar count. That's why Founders offers low balance transfer rates on all their credit cards. Get the most out of your credit card. Visit foundersfcu.com cc to apply and save today. Terms and conditions apply. Membership qualification required. Federally insured by NCUA. Rodriguez kick once again put on the ground at about the 15-yard line. Trojan pursuit down there. They'll tie him up. Bringing down at about the 15-yard line, so both teams having trouble handling kicks here in the early going, Matt. That's right. That was in Ezekiel Mays uh, back there on the return. That's his second dropped kickoff of the contest, and so far it's proven good luck for both of these teams. And uh, Brooklyn Casey, they're going to set up shop at their own 16-yard line this time. Trojan defense looking to find an answer. State and a terrific quarterback, two-time region, 5-3, a player of the year. This time he's going to hand it off to Washington, try to get around the outside. May got a yard, falls forward to about the 16-yard line. Travis Robbins, the leading tackler for the Trojan defense, in on that stop. 
coming up from his outside linebacker position and just staying put and not over-pursuing the ball carrier. So second down and nine upcoming. A four-man front for the Trojans doing a great job of limiting success on the ground. Four receivers in the formation. They'll send Davion Carson in motion. Fake the handoff inside. Now, Staten's going to look to get around the backside, getting pressured from behind. Nowhere to go. Going to be tackled at the five-yard line. Sacked. Second time tonight the Trojans have gotten to Staten. And that was number 96, Mason Greer again, his second sack of the game. Yeah, Staten rolled out. And number two, uh, Trey Wilmore back there. Wanted to get rid of it quickly as he rolled to his right. Looked like he almost kind of bobbled it in his hands a little bit. Some indecision there and just kept giving up ground. Did not see the pressure from Greer coming from his left. And by the time he did, it was too late. And Greer swallows it up. Now third down and 20 yards from your own five-yard line. Staten takes a snap. Going to look to throw it. Now he's just going to run it under a little delayed draw. There's a flag on the field. He's got plenty of room. Big-time collision as he slides. Two Trojans collapse into one another. But I don't think the play is going to stand. Maybe some formation issue there. They'll have to do it again. No, but Staten didn't even, when he slid, he didn't even make it to the first down marker. He's about two yards short. So we'll see what this calls on. And if uh, if there's a decision here to be made by Coach Paige Wofford, if he's going to let it go to fourth down or if he's going to back BC up and make him play third down over again. And we got some type of motion here. They will back him up. It'll back him up about two and a half yards. Ball was spotted at the five-yard line. So now you're ready for the draw upcoming. So I think (laughs) that was a great play call by Coach Rusty Sharpie of the B.C. Bearcats. Yeah, false start on the Bearcat offense. So they're going to back this ball up, and it's going to be a third and 22, Chet. From your own three-yard line. Not a lot of plays to dial up in the old playbook. We did hear that BC had about 20 formations that the Northwestern defense was preparing for. Staten, shotgun from his own end zone. Now he's going to try to roll out to his left. Got grabbed from behind and slung down. Maybe got to the five-yard line. Won't be credited with a sack there, but it'll force a punt. And Mason Greer again making the stop, making his case be known for that hospitality, heating, and air defensive player of the game for the Northwestern Trojans. Two sacks already here in the first quarter and a big stop on third down. The Trojans will force the punt. Four minutes, 14 seconds to go here in the second quarter. We're tied 7-7. It'll be Turbo Richard standing at about the 38-yard line waiting on the punt. I believe Staten might be handling the punting duties. Snap to the back of the end zone is fielded. End over end wobbly kick will be fielded by Turbo at the 34. Got some blockers in front of him. Splits man. Gets inside the 20. Trojans will take over at the 17-yard line in business. Pretty nice starting field position at the BC 17. Anytime Turbo Richard has that ball in his hands, he's a threat to take it all the way to the house. We saw that right there. Great blocking by the punt return team as well for the Trojans. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network, sponsored in part by Founders Federal Credit Union. Relax, discover the Founders difference, foundersfcu.com, and by Burrow, Welchel, and Culp Orthodontics, saturdaybraces.com. And don't blink, here comes the Trojan offense. Finley Polk with two running backs to his side. going to hand this one off to Arnold. Arnold goes left side, cuts at the 15, stiff arms a man at the 10, and will be brought down, be a gain of about nine yards, maybe call it eight there. Matt gets to the outside. 
Trojans quickly ready to go again. Second carry of the night for Zylan Arnold. A nice one. Oh, hand it again to Arnold. Same play, same side of the field. Gets inside the five. Trojans will push that pile a little bit. They're going to mark him down at the four. It'll be first and goal, Trojans. Yeah, same play, just a little counter to the left side. A fake handoff, just a twitch over to the left, and then handing it to Zylon Arnold going to the right. Trojan offense has somewhere to be tonight. That may be the end zone, but they are wasting no time. Snap it again. Paul's going to hand this one off right side. Turbo tripped up in the backfield. He's going to lose about a yard back to about the six-yard line. Great play there for that BC defense. Yeah, and it was a big hit put on by the blitzing safety, Nazekiel Mays. He is the Iron Man, do every, Mr. Do-Everything for this Brooklyn Casey team. Trojan's going to hand it off this time. Goes to Arnold. He'll slice through the middle into the end zone. Six-yard touchdown run for Zylon Arnold. Zylon Arnold hitting pay dirt again here for the Trojans. It's his second touchdown of the year for the junior running back, spelling Turbo Richard here in this ballgame. Trojans doing it quickly. They'll show the open bucket at Jakari Caldwell near the ball. They will line up. Rodriguez will be kicking. Excuse me, not Jakari, Elijah Caldwell. Snap back is a good one. Kick is up, and it is good. 14-7, Trojans on top, 2.54 to go. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Hi, ladies. If you want a high-quality and affordable used car or SUV that you can depend on, Ideal Imports West is the place to go. Ideal Imports West can put you in the car or SUV you need with a payment less than $300 per month. Ideal Imports West, Selenese Road next to Matthews Construction. Have an electrical need? I'm Jonathan Brown. And whether it's a light switch, fan change, or even new fuses, or even a whole house, at Jonathan Brown Electric, we have it all covered. As a lifelong resident of York County, I'm here to serve you. I am fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Call me at 704-936-899. Coke knows there's nothing better than the beat of summer. Don't miss the remaining 100 days of artist tracks and great concerts, all at Coke Studio. Drink, scan, and enjoy your Coke. And don't miss out on all the amazing offers we're dropping this summer. Coke products distributed locally by Rock Hill Coca-Cola Bottling Company. Welcome back out to District 3. Trojans on top, 14-7. to 7. Kick was fielded this time by Ezekiel Mays. We'll switcheroo there with their up back. Able to catch it about the 20. Return it out about five yards before the Trojans able to corral him and bring him down at the 25-yard line where BC will begin their third possession. Had a touchdown on a long drive and a three and out. On the first cleanly fielded kickoff return this game by either team. Staten with three wide receivers to his right. A tailback in the backfield to his right and one lone receiver to his left. There'll be a handoff to that running back. It's Washington. Makes a couple of cuts. Got a great head of steam now on the right side. Got a block around the front. Trojans trying to pursue. Get a hand on him but can't bring him down. Mace crosses the 30. Crosses the 20. Trying to strip the ball away from him. Cannot do it. Actually, the ball did come out, but Maze is the one who falls on it. Fantastic run there by Washington all the way down to the Trojan 10. Yeah, just a quick little draw play right right up the A-gap between the center and the guard there. Doesn't look like uh, maybe the Trojans, they had some kind of slant defense on, slanting over to the right side and didn't account for that A-gap. Nonetheless, huge, huge run ripped off here by the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats. Sean Washington approaching 100 yards on the game with that carry. 
He'll snap it to State, and he'll give it to Mays this time. Mays burst through the middle, diving towards the end zone. Think he's going to be down inside the one. BC quickly in position, trailing by seven, a chance to tie it up quickly. Two minutes to go here, opening quarter. And we mentioned the speed in the pregame open, Chet, how fast Brooklyn Casey was, and we're just seeing it right here on display, all these big explosive plays by Brooklyn Casey due to their speed. Heavy package in once again. Staten takes the snap, pushes his way behind the center into the end zone. Second one-yard touchdown run of the night for Staten. Yeah, Brooklyn, I think some of these Trojan faithful, the stands are filling up here. They're kind of... Kind of stunned looking up at that scoreboard, seeing it 14-13 Trojans, and now Brooklyn Casey on for the PAT. Not a lot of people expected this score. You and I didn't, Chet. Yep. Calvin Busby on to attempt the extra point. So far tonight, feast or famine for BC. Two touchdown drives and a three and out. Busby's kick is up. It is good. 14-14. 1.45 to go first quarter. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. It's not too early to order your LoopLock pool safety cover from Imperial Pool and Patio. Nothing beats the safety, convenience, and look of the LoopLock safety cover. Strong enough to support an elephant. See Imperial Pools Rock Hill and now in Lake Wiley. Alton Hyatt is Rock Hill's real estate expert, specializing in residential purchase and refinancing, home equity and land purchases, plus probate, estate planning, and wills. Call 328-1851. Alton Hyatt Law Firm of Rock Hill. Council with the name you know. Beautiful night for high school football here in Rock Hill, South Carolina. I'm Chet Tucker joined by Matt Hires. We've got a great one so far here in the early going. About 10 minutes going in this contest. 14-14 Northwestern and Brooklyn Casey tied. Northwestern offense has been hitting on all cylinders with a defensive struggle to big hop again on the little squib kick. It'll be fielded this time at about the 25 by Logan, who gets either clotheslined or face mask. You hear the reaction from the crowd. Kind of got picked up by one and smacked in the head by the other, but no flag on the play. And that was Jalen Logan. Somebody in the in the crowd just said, make sure his head's still attached. Like a Nikita Koloff Russian sickle there, Chet. Just grabbed him around the neck, and he got thrown to the turf there. <clears throat> little shaken up. He's... He's not coming. Well, he is. He's coming back out there for offense. He's lined up to the far side. Well, the Trojans will show two running backs. That's Arnold and Richard in the backfield with Finley Polk, three receivers in the set. Now Arnold will motion out of the backfield looking to throw it. They set it up. Dangerous pass. Well read there. Breaking on the ball was Jaden Johnson. Got his hand in there, knocked it away, but a dangerous pass from Finley Polk. That's right. That was something. You could tell Coach Rusty Sharpie of this Brooklyn Casey team, he he had his team in there watching film right there. And Jaden Johnson able to just read that pass and anticipate where that football was going to go through the air. Almost a pickoff and almost big problems for the Trojans. You know, five receivers in a the set. They'll set up a quick screen pass. They get it complete. Close to a first down is Jaden, excuse me, is Jalen Logan. He'll Cross the 40-yard line, have enough for the first down, gain of about 14 on the play. He got spun down on his rear end there by one of the Brooklyn Casey defenders. Very close to a horse collar call, but no flags from the officials here. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Rock Hill Coca-Cola Bottling, sporting York County Sports for over 115 years. Waiting on that ball to be spotted. They're taking a long time to bring it over from the sideline. I don't know why they are 
being so dead. So a flag on that sideline warning has been flagged over on that far side. So the oh, first moved the chains. Yeah, they were holding the chains because the flag was down, I assume. But there is no penalty assessed for the first sideline warning. So just the warning. Polk takes a snap. Looking to throw, looking downfield on a little post route. He's got number five wide open, catches made at the five, into the end zone. Touchdown, Will Brooks, a big one from Philly Polk. And Will Brooks, we've talked about him for the last two years, and what a big, huge wide receiver he is. He has got the biggest hands. They look like China dinner plates, Jet. Not like the cheap Dixie plates, but the big ones that you use at Thanksgiving. He just looked the ball right into his hands, right there in stride, able to get on into the end zone. Will Brooks' first touchdown on the season. Open bucket here. They'll snap it that way. They're going to try and get it to Turbo, diving towards the end zone and convert the two-point conversion. Turbo tucks it in from three yards out. So 22 to 14 is our score. One minute, 19 seconds to go here in the opening quarter of action. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Yes, it is important to get your high school equivalency diploma. With the jobs, oh no, I got to do something different. Then I have a family. I have kids watching me, so I got to set a good example for them too. Rock Hill Adult Education, 981-1375. Brisk mornings with scorching afternoons. Welcome to the South. It's your reminder it's time to get your precision tune-up so when it turns cold, you're ready. Call Lighthouse Heating and Cooling today, 803-329-1200. Rodriguez's kick fielded about the 18. The maze starts right, heads left, and be pushed out of bounds at about the 26-yard line. And, boy, these... This action's coming at us fast and furious, Matt. Didn't really expect quite so much up and down action. Certainly knew that the Trojan offense could go on all cylinders, but BC's showing how flashy they can be as well. That's right. We expected a football game was more like watching an energy drink in person. But this this has been a score fest and look you gotta think about the strategy of that last two point conversion by the Trojans. We'll talk about that after this play. Staten sends Mays in motion as Washington in the backfield, saying in a roll to his right. Now looking back to his left, pressure coming to grab him around, swinging up. He throws it up in the air somehow. If they're going to rule that, it's either intentional grounding or a fumble. It cannot be. <laughs> Where's the receiver? And there's still not a BC player within 25 yards of the play. They're going to say it's second down. Coach Walford looking for an explanation. I mean, he was eight or ten yards behind the line of scrimmage. How in the world? Yeah, what we just saw was Mason Greer in there had uh, had Staten in his grasp, was spinning him around by his jersey. The ball flew forward about 27 yards. I mean, he threw it. I mean, like, he chunked the ball. But no intentional grounding call here. And no receiver within 25 yards of it. Interesting decision there by the head ref. So here we go. They'll send a player in motion. Going to hand it on a little sweep. Now trying to come back the other way. Nowhere to go. Purple people eaters all around. I'm going to sling him down at the 26-yard line. Maybe a gain of a yard on the play. Yeah, great job by this entire Northwestern defense. Like Trey Wilmore, the middle linebacker, getting in there on the stop, leading the charge. But about seven defenders had their hands on that ball carrier for Brooklyn Casey, bringing up a third down and ten. Opportunity here for the Trojans to... 
forced their second three and out. 20 seconds to go on the play clock. 28 seconds to go in a quarter, so they'll have to snap it or either burn a timeout. Likely the last play here of the first quarter. Staten takes it. Going to be looking to throw. Looks right. Now looks left. Now looking to roll out of the pocket, trying to communicate with his receivers. Great job by that secondary. Pass is complete out to the 35, but I believe it's going to be short of the first down and flags littering the field back in the neighborhood of holding. Yeah, that's an all-too-familiar flag that I know too well. Back in that backfield, it is going to be holding on Brooklyn Casey, and it's going to be a spot foul from about seven yards behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it looks like this will back him up to about the 10-yard line, Matt, so they got to get all the way out to the 36, so they got third and 26 upcoming. And Trey Wilmore a little bit shaken up on the play. He's coming over to the Trojan sideline under his own power, jogging off a little bit, but coming over there may be a cramped situation, so this is going to bring up... A third down. About 26 yards. Yeah. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network, sponsored in part by the Medical University of South Carolina, the official health care provider of Chester and Lancaster County Schools, and by the Alton Hyatt Law Firm of Rock Hill, counsel with a person you know and trust. Still some confusion here. Not certain what's going on. They're going to run the clock, and that will allow the first quarter to expire. 22-14, Northwestern Trojans on top. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Strong starts here at the YMCA of Upper Palmetto. I'm Olivia Shambly. Build your strength and immunity for a better life. We have multiple locations plus swimming, exercise classes, personal training, and child care, all included in your household membership. Activate yours today. Go to ymcaup.org to get started. High gas prices, inflation, rising food costs. Oh, my. With the price of everything going up, it's nice to know you can still feed your family of five for less than $5 per person. Yes, go to any local KFC and get the eight-piece family meal, complete with two large sides, biscuits, and a half gallon of our famous sweet tea for less than five bucks per person. Choose from original recipe, extra crispy, and even chicken tenders. Save the time, money, and gas from going to the grocery store and just let KFC provide dinner tonight. KFC, bringing the family back to the table. Cheering on the home team, so are we. I'm Dr. Tripp, your hometown orthodontist, and at Tripp Lighten Orthodontics, we're cheering for your best smile. Choose braces or Invisalign, and we'll kick off a journey towards a confident new you. Find us at tlortho.com. Start of the second quarter here at District 3 and Chet Tucker, joined by Matt Hires, Spanky 3, back at the broadcast house, Northwestern Trojans here. Defense doing a great job this possession. Fourth, third down, 25 yards to go. Ball on the 11-yard line. They lead it 22-14. to 14. And Brooklyn Casey really taking their time getting down the getting down the field. And they spent the whole quarter break like they weren't going to switch into the field. They're back on their own 10-yard line, and they were, you know, down by Constitution Avenue and the 15 meeting between court and, and Playcock's down to 17, and they're still kind of meandering. Not everybody's on their side of the football yet. Maybe that's by design. Don't want the Trojans to get a look at that formation they're bringing out. They have three receivers on this near side towards us, one to the far side. Now they'll send receiver in motion. That's Carson. Staten takes a snap, looking to his left, going downfield, has a man out there. Big push-off by the receiver, and the flag comes in. I think it's going to be offensive pass interference, but it will be a B.C. touchdown. Just threw the defensive player down. We'll have to wait on the call. Yeah, it could be an 89-yard play 
play. Uh, they're holding the, I mean, great coverage out there, and the defensive back went up to make a play on the ball and just got shoved out of the way. Yeah, not a lot of celebration on that BC sideline, so we, we can take a guess what this is. Pass interference on the offense, so that'll back them up half the distance. They'll be playing from just beyond their five-yard line now. So second time this game that BC's a third and about 30. The last time they were not able to convert. but Right, that was that uh, design draw play to Tanner Staten. i got to say, though, I've been impressed with his arm so far. Nice, tight spirals. He's hitting his, hitting his receivers in stride. You know, especially think, when they shove the defenders down. That's right. And, you know, on a play like that, you know, we saw them punt it for about 25 yards on their previous possession where they weren't able to convert. But you throw an interception there, it's just like a punt. Staten trying to go with a hard count. No takers there from the Trojans. Three wide receivers to the near side, one to the far. I believe it's Washington in the backfield beside him. Staten surveys. Takes a snap, standing in his end zone. Now he'll look to run straight up the middle. Trying to look for a block search, and he'll scamper out of bounds at the 11-yard line. And they're going to yeah. throw a flag there. Looked like Staten threw a punch. Not certain what it was. He was kind of going out of bounds, and a player dove past him. I mean, he's given himself up on the sideline. The Northwestern player did not appear to make contact with him. But even if it is an unsportsmanlike conduct or late hit, that's not an automatic first down in high school football. Even if they give BC 15 yards, it'll still be third down. And Coach Wofford is about standing at the edge of his box, listening intently, trying to, to hear what the conversation is. I think he expects it to be going against BC, but you never know in these situations. Well, he's throwing his thumb up saying eject him. He threw a punch. A conversation between four of the five referees. We will see. Now, if Staten gets ejected for BC. A personal foul against that's a dead ball personal foul at the end of it, so it'll be fourth down. So the holding penalty on the receiver is declined. The personal foul is accepted, so now they'll have to move the ball back from the six to the three-yard line to punt it. Yeah, and he held up the, the number five. That's Tanner Staten. The weak left cross. Just kind of a glancing blow, almost like he's throwing a stiff arm. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you by Hospitality, Heating, and Air Conditioning of Rock Hill, the most comfortable call you can make, 980-4677. And by McDonald's, download their new app today. And by the city of Rock Hill, MyRide.com. Hop on, it's free. And by Ideal Imports West, intersection of Selenese and Rawson Road, Rock Hill. Another priest. Yeah, another blown dead play on the punt. That came from the back judge there. Generally, he can see the play clock, and he'll throw it if the play clock expires. There's 21 seconds on it, so maybe some type of formation issue. 12 players on the field. I see 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 for the Trojans. Uh, they're waving the flag <laughs> off now. <laughs> All right. Okay. So we've got some. Well, Turbo Richard, he's set back up to uh, return this punt. He's at the BC 35-yard line, so Trojans expecting good field position. Snap, back, kick is going to be blocked in the end zone. Caught at the three-yard line. 
and diving into the engine. They're going to say down inside the one. Trojans, the punt was blocked and fielded by one of the upbacks for trying to determine who that was that caught it. I think it was Kamari Childs. I think Childs got the block, and I think Travis Robbins was the one who called it out of midair at about the three and dove towards the end zone. And, boy, you're not going to be able to fit a much more than about a slip of paper between that ball and the end zone. I think Robbins thought he had the end zone. Yeah, about the length of a hamster between the football and the end zone here, and Trojans are coming out in a big package. They'll snap it back. Heading into the end zone, touchdown Trojans from one yard out. Just light work, uh, the easiest play in football right there. First and goal from your two-inch line, and the Trojans, they punch it in. And they're going to send Caleb Rodriguez out. Looks like they're lining up for a traditional PAT now. And no open bucket on this one. Trojan special teams doing a great job to block that punt. Certainly a candidate for the air tech heating air. Whistles pre-snap. So Rodriguez's attempt was knocked through, but they'll have to do it again. Got offsides yeah, some, against BC. BC, someone lined up offsides. I tell you, they've kind of self-imploded here in the last 10 minutes real time, Chet. And it's only been about 35 seconds on the, on the game clock. We're at 11.25 to go here, second quarter. This second quarter has not been kind to the B.C. Bearcats. Trojans will decline the penalty. Rodriguez, who's had some some struggles here in the early going, which has led to some of the open bucket plays that the Trojans have Instituted, but now Rodriguez gets this one off, knocks it through once again. 29-14, Trojans on top, 11-25 to go here. First half, you're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. You can build it, make it, buy it, or sell it. We can help you organize and protect it. Whether you're a first-timer, investment buyer, or developing commercial property, we've got you covered. Nance Law, proactive counsel, meaningful results. Online at nance.law. Offices in Rock Hill, Fort Mill, and Charleston. Rodriguez kickoff fitted on the right side. He's going to run all the way back towards Cherry Road, trying to get around that Trojan defense. Can't do it. Washington's going to be slung down at about, excuse me, that's Mays at the eight-yard line. So once again, this poor field position really kind of backing up B.C. And I think we found somebody just as fast as Nazekiel Mays for B.C., and that's Terion McCrory of the Northwestern Trojans. He was step for step for him, went all the way laterally across the field, making that tackle on special teams. Great job, Terry and McCrory. Four receivers in the set. Rushed straight up the middle. Thought I heard a whistle there. Staten's going to slide down at about the nine-yard line. So right at the original line of scrimmage, he had pressure as he dropped back kind of right away. Nowhere to go. I'm glad you're hearing that, too, because I'm hearing these whistles. And that big run that BC ripped off earlier on in the game, I heard a whistle. I thought the play was stopped, but uh, I think some of the Trojan defenders did, too. But somebody's blowing a whistle. Out in the crowd. All right, so now second down and nine from the 10-yard line. State in similar formation there. It went again. There it goes again. Mm -hmm. Trying to hit his receiver on that far sideline, overthrows him into it. I think that crowd, Mike, is picking it up, and we've got 
uh, the ball being a run onto the field. Thought that was a trainer coming. But. Great job by Jamar Perry in coverage on that over on that far side, bringing up third down, step for step to that receiver. That time he got his head around. Able to defend that pass very well properly. So big opportunity here for that B.C. offense. Can't afford to go three and out once again. Had their previous punt blocked. Really need to pick up nine yards, keep this drive alive. Staten takes a snap, throws it near side. Catch is going to be made right at the 10-yard line. Spinning, trying to get away. Going to be slung out of bounds at the 13-yard line. Well short of the first down. And it'll be punt time once again for the Bearcats. Yeah, and that was Captain C.J. Wentz, the junior outside linebacker, wrapping up the ball carrier for B.C. and throwing him out of bounds. But every t- seems like every time the ball is snapped for B.C., you hear two whistles. So now from their 13-yard line, they'll punt it away. A punter. Be standing with his heels on the goal line. That punter is Jackson Thomas. And Staten is in the game, kind of floating around back behind the line of scrimmage. That's the personal protector. See if they decide to snap it to him. They don't. It's a low snap. Jackson's able to get it away and bounce it about the 35, and it'll be touchdown by a Trojan at the 35-yard line. That's where they'll take over 10-15 to go here in the first half. Yeah, Justin Spencer for the Trojans having the wherewithal to jump on top of that football right there. And this Trojan offense, they're going to start up at the 30, at the BC 35-yard line. High School Football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by James River Equipment, your local hometown John Deere dealer, Anderson Road, Rock Hill, and by Winthrop University, championship education of the heart and mind, and by Nance Law Firm, specializing in estate planning and real estate. Folks, be sure to stay tuned for highlights and scores from tonight's games, all coming up on the Hospitality Heating and Air Halftime Report. So now first down and 10 from the BC 35. Finley Polk takes a snap, got pressure right up the middle, immediately completes the pass inside the 25, looking for some extra room, diving to the 22. is Greer Hopkins, and right before that snap, Matt, I was handed a a stat from Coach Brian Smith that I just find remarkable. Time of possession through 10 minutes and 11 seconds in this game. Yeah, Finley Polk, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt, Finley Polk took a huge hit there. It was a clean hit by Benjamin Pugh of the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats, one of the blitzing linebackers. He's down getting some attention from the Northwestern trainers and Coach Paige Wofford. Yeah, so while they take that injury timeout, we will do the same. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. When it comes to probate, estate planning, and wills, turn to Hyatt Law Firm. Alton Hyatt is a lifelong Rock Hill native, former state legislator, and has been serving area needs for over two decades. Alton Hyatt Law Firm of Rock Hill. Council with a name you know. School's back in session, and dinner is just one more thing on the list. Make mealtime easy with a stop at your local McDonald's. Plus, through September 4th, download the McDonald's app and get a crispy chicken sandwich combo for just $5. Welcome back to District 3. Northwestern Trojans on top 29-14 over the BC Bearcats. Finley Polk. To a large ovation, able to run off the field. It'll be Greer Hopkins taking a snap. He's going to run it himself. Just had a catch. Now he'll take a snap at quarterback inside the 20, down to about the 18-yard line on the carry. They're going to give 
Polk, a couple of more. Yeah, tell us tell us that stat there, Chet. Yeah, so before this possession, Northwestern had 29 points. We are in the second quarter. They had a minute and 59 seconds of possession. Hopkins going to take the snap, going to run around the left side, picks up a great block on the edge inside the 10, thrown down at about the 7-yard line, and three flags come in late, maybe some blocking there on the edge, allowed Hopkins to get to the corner. Possibly a holding call coming up right around the 10-yard line will back the Trojans up. Yeah, I don't know. The Trojans are kind of standing their ground. Now they're meandering a little bit back, but Jordan Knox, he was kind of standing up in the face of some of those Brooklyn Casey Bearcat defensive linemen. There will be a holding penalty against Northwest. Yeah, Marcus Macon out there, too, kind of standing his ground, but it's, that's going to back the Trojans up. And Greer Hopkins is going to stay out there. It's going to back him up. It's going to be a spot foul, but it will be second and seven for the Trojans. So that moves him back to the 20-yard line. So he'll lose a few yards. Just the play or the holding penalty was thrown past the first down marker. Hopkins going to hand this one off. Turbo Richard, big-time collision right at the line of scrimmage. Wasn't anticipating that linebacker to come off that block and just fill that gap. So now we've got third down and five upcoming for the Trojans. Great job shugging the block by the B.C. linebacker, but Turbo Richard just flat-backed him there, ran over him to pick up some nice yardage there on second down. Hopkins gets him to jump with a little hard count, and the flag comes in. That'll be a free five and very close to a first down. I think that, I think that's going to pick it up for the Trojans. I think that's going to move the chains. And it is. Just enough to move the sticks. So now it'll be first down and 10 for the Trojans at about the 13-yard line. So Greer Hopkins out there doing yeoman's work, spelling Finley Polk, who got a little bit shaken up earlier on this series. Hopkins takes a snap, fires it over to the right side. Pass is caught at the 11, diving into the end zone on that far sideline. Will Brooks' his second touchdown of the night. Will Brooks with those mammoth hands just looked the ball right into the big paws there and able to spin into the end zone for a touchdown. And that is Greer Hopkins' second touchdown pass of the year. And Will Brooks' second touchdown of the year and the night. Caleb Rodriguez on for the traditional PAT for the Trojans. Snaps down, hold is up. Kick is up, and it is good. Caleb Rodriguez knocking him through tonight. 8.53 to go here. First half, Trojans on top, 36-14. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. From the river to our parks, Rock Hill is a recreational paradise. Enjoy the water, playgrounds, and beautiful sunny skies. When it's time to go home, take your trash with you. Trash left behind is bad for our environment, bad for our community, and bad for our businesses. This message brought to you by the City of Rock Hill and Palmetto Pride. I'm Dr. Sam with Burrow Welshel Cope Orthodontics. Ready to get the ball moving for braces this fall? Our special teams are ready. Visit us at SaturdayBraces.com to set up your free console. At Burrow Welshel Cope Orthodontics, we make smiles that last a lifetime. Caleb Rodriguez on to handle the kickoff duties once again. Young man getting a workout here in the early going. A right-footed kick will travel down to about the 12-yard line where it is fielded by Will Young trying to work his way to the left side as a little bit of a seam gets across the 20. He spun out of bounds at about the 25-yard line. So best field position for BC and gosh, what feels like about 15, 20 minutes here. 
Certainly, and we talked about that time of possession before the break there, Chet. Said Northwestern scored 29 points in a minute and 59 seconds of game time. You got to think that's not the downside of that is it's not giving your defense much of a rest. They're going to be out on the field constantly facing this speedy BC offense. So, of course, they're going to give up some big plays and some points at some point. So now BC going to hand it off on the inside, able to pick up a nice gain, get about six or seven yards, a handoff inside to Washington be brought down as he nears the 34-yard line. Yeah, Washington, the bigger of the backs, 5'10", 215 pounds for B.C. So they've got Ezekiel Mays, Will Young, and Deshaun Washington all handling the ball for them, doing uh, ball-carrying duties out of the backfield. But Washington, the big back in there now. Run a little reverse here. This one amazing. He's going to be cut down. Great play by one of those defenders in the backfield. believe that might have been Kamari Morant able just to trip up the ball carrier, Mays, and he does a great job just to get back to the line of scrimmage, but it looked like he had a little seam. Kamari Morant and Jaden Woods, the sophomore linebacker for the Trojans, getting in there and making the stop. So now the Bearcats are running that heavy package again. Trojans anticipating a little quarterback keep. They'll run everybody up. This one's going to be a handoff to Washington. A little seam there. He picks up about five yards out to the 40-yard line. He'll have enough for a first down. Justin Spencer, the sophomore defensive back, just upending Washington, going right after his uh, shins and knees there, trying to knock him off balance and get the tackle, stopping him, but not before he picked up the first down and moved the chains for the B.C. Bearcats. First down and 10 now. Clock moves, 7.25 to go here, first half. Remember, coming up at halftime, we've got the Hospitality Heating and Air Halftime Report and the Nichols Store Scoreboard. He'll fake the play. Staten looking to keep this time. Now rolling to his left, tries to throw back across and throws over the head of the intended receiver into the sideline. And it'll be second down and 10. Yeah, it looked like the receiver and one of the DBs for Northwestern kind of got in a wrestling match over on the sideline. They were more concerned about fighting each other than looking at, looking at the football. Well, if it had been thrown anywhere near him rather than just kind of thrown away by Staten, you might have made a referee make a decision as to who to call the interference on as they were both kind of shoving one another. Yeah, they're kind of locking horns out there. Well, folks, be sure to listen in Wednesdays at 7 p.m. for South Carolina's Sports Show of the Year, The Red Zone, live on Interstate 107. Chris, Gene, and Tyler will be talking to coaches and discussing next week's games. Plus, we'll announce tonight's AirTech Heating and Air Special Teams Player of the Week. Staten pulls it down, trying to roll to his left. Had heat coming off that backside, able just to scoot forward. He'll gain two yards, but avoided a big-time hit. If he didn't break out of the pocket when he did, he was going to get blown up for a loss of about five. Great job by the Northwestern defensive backfield, covering up all of Staten's receivers, forcing him to tuck that ball and hold on to it and bring up a third down. Third down and eight upcoming. Bearcats trying to keep this drive alive. Want to keep that Trojan offense off the field. Staten takes a snap. Going to look to run it himself. A little quarterback draw design. Giving ground now. All the way back inside the 40. Tries to hurdle him. Going to be cut down. Loses about two or three yards. It'll be fourth down and about 11. And normally when a player tries to do that, it's a penalty in South Carolina High School League when you, when you try to hurdle someone. We'll see there's a stoppage in play. Oh, it was a false start by BC. It's going to be declined by the Trojans, I think. 
So it will be indeed declined and bring up a fourth down after the loss of about three on the play. All the way back to the 38-yard line. So it'll be fourth and 11 and decision time for Coach Sharpia. Rusty Sharpia in his 12th season at BC, 70 and 56 for his career, one and one on the season. Yeah, coaching legacy around the Midlands. His dad was Reed Papa Sharp Sharpie, and uh, he was quite the uh, the football and basketball coach. And fact, Coach Rusty Sharpie, he's actually served as the AD, head football coach and head baseball coach down at uh, BC. They're going to let the play clock run all the way down, burn a timeout. We'll do the same. 5.51 to go here. First half, you're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Maintaining your furnace is the best way to keep your energy bills low. This is Jason Ralden with Elite Air and Heat. For less than $16 a month, the home team plan will have you ready for any season. Elite Air and Heat, your hometown home team, proudly a Ream Pro Partner. Don't let an injury hurt your game. The MUSC Health Sports Medicine team of physicians, athletic trainers, and physical therapists evaluate and treat athletes of all ages. Go to muschealth.org sports to learn how they can help you get back in the game. With three convenient locations in Indianland, Lancaster, and Chester, our team is dedicated to providing you the excellent care you deserve. MUSC Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, the new team in town. MUSC Health is the official sports medicine provider for Chester and Lancaster County School Districts. Fourth down 11 upcoming here at District 3. Trojans on top, 36-14 to 14 over the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats before the timeout. They didn't have a punt team on the field. They come out of the huddle. Still no punt team in sight. It is Tanner Staten in the offense on the field, their own 38-yard line. This game slipping away from them. They're going to roll the dice here and go for it on fourth and 11. Staten with twin receivers to each side. Snap is low. Got to find it on the ground. Now he's going to have to run it. Cuts up field. A great cut by Staten. He has enough for the first down. Crosses midfield down at the Trojan 45-yard line. Tanner Staten with a great play. Yeah, we've bragged about his arm all game long. That time we got to see Tanner Staten's wheels just juked a couple of the Trojans there. Left them flat-footed and able to squirt out and get the first down for B.C. Huge play for the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats picking up that first down. And on the stop, it's number 76, Andre Pickett out on defense for the Trojans. So the gamble pays off. Big-time gain there for Staten into Trojan territory now. And B.C., in any possession where they've had a first down, they've scored a touchdown so far in this game. So... Promising drive here continues. Staten rolls to his left, throws it out of the backfield to Mays. It's dropped. Excuse me, that's not Mays. That was Jaden Johnson. Tried to get those feet moving before he secured the catch and had a little bit of green in front of him. He really didn't. Jaden Johnson, one of those speedsters for B.C. That could have spelled trouble for the Northwestern Trojans. But the ball, like you said, Chet, just juggled around there and dropped to the turf. And that's going to bring up second down on this drive for B.C. B.C.'s got a... Great big old offensive line, but they haven't been able to afford state in a whole lot of time in the backfield to set his feet. So BC's resorted to just kind of rolling him out on almost every play, and he's been able to escape the Trojan defenders on this possession. This time they're going to hand it off inside Washington. Big hole. He'll hammer his way down inside the 40 to about the 36, maybe gain a 7 or 8 on the play. Yeah, Washington a huge back. He just gets down behind his pads. That time he went through the A-gap, just bowled a couple of the Trojans over as looks like Denage McMullen checking out of the game. 
He was the one that made the stop on that play. Washington, 215 pounds, a big load to bring down. Third and four. Trojans with eight men in the box. Social pressure. Miscommunication there between Staten and the running back, but he'll just take it himself and able to scamper forward. Pick up about four yards, enough for a first down, down to the 34-yard line. Yes, Staten turned around, tried to hand the ball off, and nobody was there. But Staten able to have the wherewithal to tuck that football, go right behind his center and pick up the first down for B.C. So they're on the move. Special hello to Trojan and App State legend Donnie Durham tuning in tonight. Got a kind tweet from him. First down and 10 now for B.C., Staten will take it, fakes a little toss on a reverse. Now he'll try to roll to the right side, and he's just going to have to give ground and run out of bounds. Loss of about four on the play all the way back to the 38-yard line, we'll call it, Matt, but just didn't want to take the extra hit, so loss of four on the play. Great job in coverage by the Northwestern defensive backfield, especially Justin Spencer, the junior free safety. He's out there playing center field for the Trojans' defense, able to roll over the top and cover the free uh, receiver for B.C., causing uh, causing Staten to tuck it and squirt out of bounds. Another low snap. Staten able to field it, steps up into the pocket, and now has to scramble to his left. Trojans get him this time. Another sack for the Trojans. And that was sophomore Andre Pickett, number 76, able to chase Staten down from the backside and just swallow him up there. And that's going to bring up another third and long which really, BC's they've had some success on third and long so far tonight. A couple times they've been penalized and it had to come back, but uh, third and long doesn't mean much to these B- this BC crowd. And it looks like a timeout, Chet. Yeah, they'll burn their third and final timeout of the first half. We'll do the same. 3.39 to go. Trojans on top, 36-14. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Ride like a pro on My Ride Rock Hill. Text the stop number and route number to 489-TRIP. You'll get a text back with the next real-time departures for that stop. Make My Ride your ride at MyRideRockHill.com. Somebody injures somebody else due to their negligence, and they're not willing to step up and make that person whole again. We're the ones that go and make that happen. We work together to make sure that what we're doing is understanding our clients. It's very difficult to be a voice for someone that you don't know. We don't want somebody to feel alone when they're not able to provide for their family because of an injury. We want people to know that there's somebody out there that will fight for them. We don't want you to fight your own battles. We don't want you to go it alone. We want you to call Schiller & Hamilton because we've got you back. Schiller & Hamilton Law Firm. Don't go it alone. 803-366-0333. Thirty-six, fourteen. Trojans on top. Three minutes, thirty-nine seconds to go. Third down and twenty upcoming for BC. They've had some long third down tonight. Able to convert on a long fourth down on this drive. Staten rolls immediately to his left. Looks to throw it. Going to deliver low and incomplete. So now fourth down and twenty on their own, or excuse me, on the Trojan side of the field, certainly think that they will go for it. But that looked like a play, just try to eat up some of those yards, not go for all of it there, anticipating a try on fourth. It did, and it sounds silly to say, but with Brooklyn Casey having the ball at the Trojan 43-yard line, fourth and 20, you know, this is this is two-down territory for them. They're previously on third down. They are going for it on fourth down. And the Trojans will take a timeout so that they can talk about it, get their defense. We'll do it once again. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. 
Hi, this is Sydney from Clover. I just bought a Mazda CX-7 from Ideal Imports West, and I am thrilled with the car and the customer service provided by Doug and Chuck. They gave me a free warranty and arranged a payment that fit my budget. Ideal Imports West, 70s Road, next to Matthews Construction, 366-2890. Hi, I'm Janae with Harbor Chase of Rock Hill. Excellent care is our number one priority, while enriching lives is a real close second. Harbor Chase Assisted Living and Memory Care at 1611 Constitution Boulevard. Call us at 981-6855. Harbor Chase of Rock Hill, where we celebrate senior living. Avoid the uh-ohs when you dig by calling SC811 first. York County Natural Gas reminds you to have your underground utilities located for free. Call SC811 before you dig. Three thirty-five to go here. First half. Big play up coming for the Northwestern Trojan defense. Brooklyn Casey at the Trojan 43, facing fourth down and 20. And got motion here as they go for the hard count. Try to get the Trojans on some cheap ones. The left tackle and the slot receiver both mm. ill-informed on the snap count and start moving. So fourth and 20 turns to fourth and 25. And Brooklyn Casey marching back now, but again, a quarterback, the, the talent of Staten, Tanner Staten, and uh, the speed of these wide receivers doesn't mean too much to Brooklyn Casey. Low snap comes in, throws over the middle, just shy, had a receiver streaking on a post route, could not connect, so pass goes in, complete. BC will turn it over on downs. That was Travis Robbins. The uh, outside linebacker back in coverage, covering that receiver on the slant route. Dove after the ball as well, so good coverage. And uh, a good sight for Northwestern Trojan fans. Finley Polk coming back out on offense for the Trojans after being shaken up on the previous possession, which ended in a touchdown from his uh, replacement there, Greer Hopkins. But here comes Finley Polk in the Trojan O. Paul's going to look to throw on this first down play. Oh, pass goes right through the hands. Very reminiscent of that play last night in the backyard brawl between Pitt and West Virginia. That was ultimately the deciding factor. Went right through Jalen Logan's hands and almost into the hands of a closing defensive back who would have been scampering down that sideline. That's right. Jalen Logan turned around. I don't know if he got lost in the lights, but usually a pretty easy, a high percentage pitch and catch for the Trojan offense, but an incomplete. It's going to be second and ten. Twin receivers to each side. Polk out of shotgun, takes a snap, goes over the top to Turbo. Slips through a tackle, but now brought down. Gain of about six on the play. It's like it'll set up about a third down and four. So far in this game tonight, Matt, Northwestern has touchdown drives of 34 seconds, 52 seconds, 21 seconds, four seconds, and the long, drawn-out touchdown drive of one minute, 22 seconds. Ooh, clock eater. Third down and four upcoming for the Trojans. They ready for it. Now look to the sideline. Play signaled in on the little flip chart from the sideline. Polk sends Turbo out of the backfield. Now it's empty. Sets up that pass immediately to the outside. Hits Will Brooks, his favorite target tonight. Pass is complete. Plenty enough for the first down. Yeah, two minutes and 41 seconds left to go in this first half. And you got to think the Trojans are they're going to try to go uh, get an old two for one because Northwestern, they received the kickoff to open the second half. Uh, they'll snap it, hand it off inside. This one's to Arnold. Big time collision there after a gain of about two. Got stood up and driven backwards. They're going to say just a one yard on the gain. Yeah, that was Latron Pauling. 
the middle linebacker for the uh, Brooklyn Casey Bearcats, Pauling, one of the captains of tonight's game for B.C. It'll be Arnold and Richard in the backfield with Polk. This time they'll hand it to Turbo. Big hole. Great cut. It's a 30. Swinging around. Be drugged down from behind at about the 21-yard line. Just planting his foot, Matt. That decisive cut. Send a defender flying past him, and he's able to pick up big-time yardage. Certainly was. Credit the big block from Win Young up front, the uh, senior offensive lineman. Trojans back on the ball. They'll snap it. Polk looking to throw it. Some miscommunication there. Looked like the... I don't think everybody was set, Chet. And flags down on the play. It'll be a procedure against the Trojans. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Lighthouse Heating and Cooling Specialist, your guide to complete home comfort. And by Harbor Chase of Rock Hill, celebrating senior living every day. And by Southeastern Foundation and Crawl Space Repair, call 866-668-7335. All proud sponsors of Trojan football. Now they're going to get set in first and 15 for Northwestern. Finley Polk takes a snap, handoff inside Turbo Richard. Another great cut at the 20. Dives inside. They're going to spot him down at about the 17-yard line. Eats up all of that penalty yards and a little bit more. Sets up second down and about seven. Great job busting through that line of scrimmage. Right now you can really tell the Trojans are trying to eat up the rest of this half. 116 on the clock, and it's running. Keeping the ball on the ground to the explosive Turbo Richard. Polk takes a snap, going to hand this one off to Arnold. Arnold goes off left tackle, cuts at the 15, lowers his shoulder at the 10. He'll be dragged down at the 7. Got enough for a first down. It'll be first and goal Trojans. Yeah, 102 left now. Clock has stopped with the chains moving. The Trojans have two timeouts remaining. B.C. with one. Handoff inside to Arnold. Hit right at the line of scrimmage. Continues to fight down inside the 5 before he's brought down. Ball came out. Looked like I saw a beanbag. BC is indicating that they have it. Now the whistles will stop, or referees will stop the clock. Who's coming away with the ball? Yeah, the offense for Northwestern just standing there. I, I think they're pretty confident they were. Zylon Arnold failed right back onto that football. So it will be second down and goal for the Trojans from the five yard line. Turbo Richard in the backfield with Finley Polk. Twin receivers set to each side. Ball on the left hash. Headed away from Constitution. Pump fake over the middle. Now sets up a little fade pattern. Just a little bit too much gas on that one. Zipped it in there. The third down and five upcoming. Nice pump fake by Finley Polk. I think he faked everybody out that's in attendance tonight. The multitudes and multitudes of Trojan fans. And the smattering across the way of the uh, Brooklyn Casey fans as well. It's neon night, Chet, down in the student section for Northwestern. They're decked out. They're bright. All kinds of reflections off yeah. these press box windows from look, those. Look like a wham video. <laughs> Snap back to Paul. He's going to hand this one off to Arnold. Going off the right side, trying to break through a tackle. Diving towards the end zone, spinning, and he's in. Touchdown, Arnold. From four yards out. Zylon Arnold hitting about four spin moves on that trounce into the end zone. He's probably dizzy. He spun around so much there, but able to just squirt over the right side of this offensive line. Nice big block up front by Luigi Rizzo, breaking Zylon free into the end zone. Caleb Rodriguez on for the extra point. Snap back. Kick is up, and it is good. 
43-14. Trojans on top. 34.8 seconds to go here in the opening half. You're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. Experience the peace of mind of Imperial's complete winterizing service. This is Mike Elder. Let the pros at Imperial Pool and Spas put your pool safely to bed for the winter with all the latest winterization techniques. Imperial Pool and Spas, 21 Bypass Rock Hill and in Lake Wiley. Trap Firehouse Subs, spicy Cajun chicken sub with Cajun seasoned grilled chicken breast, house-made Cajun mayo, and jalapenos, all on a toasted sub roll. And remember, a portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Only at your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. Yes, it is important to get your high school equivalency diploma. Just listen to this graduate. Definitely worth it to come back and further your education and keep going the more. I mean, you can make more money with the more education you get. Rock Hill Adult Education, 981-1375. Caleb Rodriguez kick fielded at about the 10-yard line. Looked like the return man stepped out of bounds, but they're going to say no. He gets all the way up to the left sideline. Moving up, now makes a cut at the 30. Going to be pushed out of bounds at about the 35-yard line. BC will take over there, showing some speed there. I believe that was Mays on the return, getting all the way across the field as BC set up at their own 36-yard line. Big collision over on the far side sideline by Kamari Childs making that tackle. He's made a couple of big plays on special teams so far tonight for the Trojans. Handoff inside to Washington. Looks like BC may be content to just let this one run out. Gain of about five on the play. And absolutely no hurry. Ten seconds left here on the clock in the first half. It looks like BC will allow that to be the final play. Actually, they are going to – they're ready, but no intention of snapping. And the horn sounds. Trojans on top, 43-14 over the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats. We'll be out of here for halftime. The nickel score scoreboard. Nickel Store scoreboard, man. That one, too. Back to Broadcast House and be back with you for the second half. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Turbo Richards fields the kickoff at about the 35-yard line. He'll scamper forward for about 11 yards out across the 45 to the 46-yard line. That's where the Trojans will start. BC trying to go with that squib kick. Don't want to kick it back to those athletes in the return game for the Trojans. And generally, that includes Elijah Caldwell. We haven't seen him out on the field very much tonight outside of the extra point tries. So interested to hear if Coach Walford has an explanation as to why he's limited him in action. Polk takes a snap, looking to throw, gets pressure. Now going to run it. Going to be hit by two as he dives across midfield. They'll mark him down right at the stripe. Just a few first-half stats for you for first downs. Northwestern 12, BC 9. Rushing yards in the first half, Northwestern 92, Brooklyn Casey 133. And we'll be back with more after this play. Yeah, handoff to Zylon Arnold going left side. Big hole, splits two safeties, and will be brought down at the 35-yard line. Big-time gain there, about 15 yards for Zylon Arnold. Zylon Arnold keeping up his winning ways. He led the Trojans in rushing in the first half with 49 yards and two touchdowns. And this looks like it's shaping up to be another quick Trojan drive. Polk will send Arnold out of the backfield. Going to look to throw a little post pass over the middle pass. It is caught 
at the 10 and drilled down is Huck Walford making the grab the first and goal Trojans. Out of the slot receiver position, Huck Walford just a quick slant route over the middle. About 25 yards deep, able to make the most of his opportunity and reel that pass in for his second catch of the 2022 campaign. So now first and goal for the Trojans. Polk looking to throw again. Throwing the fader out in the direction of the back corner. Caught in the end zone. Huck Wofford once again. Oh, he dropped it. Goodness gracious. I thought he had it. Yeah, we had a bad angle where we were sitting here. but And by the... Uh, by the reaction of the crowd, we thought he might have reeled that one in. But it's going to bring up second goal for the Trojans from the BC seven-yard line here, just starting, just getting the second half underway. Yeah, handoff Zalanano going left side. Nobody's going to touch him. Into the end zone from six yards out. Touchdown, Northwestern Trojans. That's an excellent job out front on that play. Good job blocking by Hook Wofford. From that wide receiver position, he's the one that was able to spring Arnold free and allow him to just jaunt into the end zone untouched. The busy man, Caleb Rodriguez, on to attempt. Another extra point. Snap back. Kick is a low snap there, and it was fielded, and he's going to push it wide left, so... Count will stay 49-14. Trojans on top, 10-50 to go here, third quarter. Listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. From the river to our parks, Rock Hill is a recreational paradise. Enjoy the water, playgrounds, and beautiful sunny skies. When it's time to go home, take your trash with you. Trash left behind is bad for our environment, bad for our community, and bad for our businesses. This message brought to you by the City of Rock Hill and Palmetto Pride. I'm Dr. Sam with Borough Welshville Colt Orthodontics. Ready to get the ball moving for braces this fall? Our special teams are ready. Visit us at SaturdayBraces.com to set up your free console. At Burrow Welshville Colt Orthodontics, we make smiles that last a lifetime. Forty-nine fourteen here at District 3 Stadium. Trojan offense yet to be stopped tonight. Caleb Rodriguez will kick it off deep. Inside the 10, this one's mishandled again, blocking the back right at the point of attack. Frees up the return, man. He's still trying to scamper away, but cannot do so. He's going to be brought down at the 13-yard line. Return man Will Young once again put the ball on the ground. That was Melvion Robinson for the Trojans on the kickoff team on the coverage downfield. Great job making the tackle and wrapping up. And BC, they're going to have their first possession now of the second half. And they're going to start from their own 13-yard line. Brooklyn Casey Bearcats here. Big first half, nine first downs, 133 rushing yards for the Bearcats, and 58 passing yards in 17 minutes and 15 seconds of possession time in the first half. It is Tanner State, and he'll take the half. handoff to Washington trying to get around. They got him by the arm but can't bring him down. He'll get forward across the 15 and they'll mark him all the way out to the 18 before his knee hit down so gain of about five on the carry yeah the big bodied washington just ramming through north and north south runner through this front four of the trojan defense taken down after a gain of five up down or second and five upcoming here Staten takes the pass, going to throw a right side behind his receiver. A little miscommunication there. He was expecting the curl route, and 
Jaden Johnson was headed up there. Excuse me. That was Will Young headed up the sideline. Yeah, Will Young, he just turned. Uh, he was still running. It looked like Staten was expecting a curl route there in the near side flats. And Will Young, he kind of looked at his wristband, threw his arms up in the air, getting on his quarterback a little bit. And that's going to bring up third and five for Brooklyn Casey. And they're bringing in the hog package. Yeah, that heavy package in once again. They've had some success. Great job by Staten to watch to make sure everybody got off the field. This time there's a big hole on the outside. And, boy, Washington about sprung that one. There wasn't anybody back covered, but he got tripped up by kind of the last man. But, Nonetheless, able to make it out to about the 26-yard line, plenty enough for the first. Yeah, and Washington's running style, for those of you listening at home, he looks the ball right into his sternum, keeps both hands on the football, and explodes through that line of scrimmage, keeping his head down and just bulldozing over anything in his path. He's not trying to sidestep anybody. He's not trying to put a juke move on. He's just running north and south. At 215 pounds, he can afford to do that. Take snap throws left side pass is going to be complete out there on the far. Actually, he dropped it, put it on the ground. That pass was well thrown, intended in the direction of Evan Golden. Golden had the 90-yard touchdown that was called back for obvious offensive pass interference. Made a great play on a long third down, just threw the defender out of the way, made the grab. And that was Jamar Perry out there in coverage as well. He's done a great job out there on the outside tonight. So heavy package comes back in. They'll hand it off this time. Trojans do a much better job. They'll limit it to about a three-yard gain. But the way the success BC is having in that package, I might keep that go, keep those bigs out there and just, you know, at the very least, just chew up that clock. Yeah, if anything, it's keeping Northwestern's offense on the field. Great tackle by Jaden Woods, the sophomore linebacker on that last play. Third and seven. They'll fake it and got a man streaking out of the backfield wide open. All the Trojan eyes were in the backfield. Nice cut there by, that's number six. I believe that's Jackson Thomas for BC. He gets all the way downfield. A great play call, dialed up at the right time. Everybody looking for that gift to Washington. And they snuck Jackson Thomas out of the backfield and delivered a big pass. Yeah, great play call by Coach Rusty Sharpie of the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats. Everybody in tight. You know, three straight plays of handoffs to Washington right up between the tackles. And then one of those little up backs, they just able to wander out in the far side flats and completion for a long game. And to go downfield again, once again, this time, catch was made, but it lost it on contact with the ground. That was a great throw. And it looked like he just kind of landed on the ball. Man, knocked the wind out of himself. The receiver diving for the ball. I believe that was Mays on the attempted catch. And it was Mays and Jamar Perry on the coverage again. He is... Really earning his keep out there on the outside, and here comes that big package. Second and 10. Looks like we might have had a false start out there, but the handoff goes right side. This one is to Mays. He makes a great cut. They're trying to rip the ball away, but not able to bring him down until he picks up about 15 yards down to the 14-yard line. And when we say big package, folks, listening, uh, it's two tight ends, the traditional five offensive linemen, and two offensive linemen in the backfield along with uh, – a uh, running back and Staten, and it looks like a timeout, Chet. Yeah, BC is going to burn, or excuse me, Northwestern is going to burn their first of the second half. We'll do it with them. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Maintaining your furnace is the best way to keep your energy bills low. This is Jason Ralden with Elite Air and Heat. For less than $16 a month, the home team plan will have you ready for any season. Elite Air and Heat, your hometown home team, proudly a Ring Pro Partner. Don't let an injury hurt your game. The MUSC Health Sports Medicine team of physicians, athletic trainers, and physical therapists evaluate and treat athletes of all ages. Go to muschealth.org sports to learn how they can help you get back in the game. 
With three convenient locations in Indian Land, Lancaster, and Chester, our team is dedicated to providing you the excellent care you deserve. MUSC Health Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, the new team in town. MUSC Health is the official sports medicine provider for Chester and Lancaster County School Districts. Eight minutes, 23 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Brooklyn Tracy driving, but down 49-14. Down at the 14-yard line. Promising drive here. Been led on the ground. And one big play out to Jackson Thomas. They'll bring two running backs into the backfield on the other side of State and hand it to Mays. Goes right up the middle. Following his blockers, he'll pick up about four yards. Gets down to the 10-yard line. Sets up second down and six. And tackle on the... Played by Kamari Morant, the senior captain. And once and again, <laughs> they'll check him in. Those young men are getting a workout just running from the sideline out to the field. Yeah, I think play. there's two extra linemen getting playing time every time it goes in. So they'll hand it off this time. That's not Washington. That one's handed off to Tyrone Jackson, another big-bodied back, 10th grader, 230 pounds he's listed. Ooh. Kids are just bigger these days than back when we played. So now third down and short. About two, maybe. Headed towards Constitution. This will be a keeper on the edge, fighting for it towards the end zone, diving for it, and it'll be a touchdown. It was a direct snap. Didn't catch the number. We'll try to identify as he's running off the field. I believe that was Jaden Johnson on the carry. Able to get in from a little direct snap play from about five yards out. BC is going to come out for their their first score since the first quarter. 7:20 left to go here in the third. Busby's extra point attempt is up, and it is good. 49-21, Trojans on top, 7.20 to go here in the third quarter. Listen to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. Ride like a pro on My Ride Rock Hill. Text the stop number and route number to 489-TRIP. You'll get a text back with the next real-time departures for that stop. Make My Ride your ride at MyRideRockHill.com. Hi, this is Summer from Rock Hill. If you're looking for a quality used car or SUV, go to Ideal Imports West. Doug and Chuck were great to me, and they arranged a payment that fit my budget and gave me a free warranty. Ideal Imports West, 70s Road, next to Matthews Construction, 366-2890. here at District 3 Trojans on top of the visiting Brooklyn Casey Bearcats. Had a touchdown run from Jaden Johnson to cut into that deficit. Now the Bearcats will line up to kick it off. They've been kicking a kind of short squib kick every time. This time they'll boot it deep. Be fielded by Jalen Logan at about the five-yard line. He's got lots of room up the left side. No wonder they squibbed it, looking to pick up a block out across the 40. Tries to stay in bounds, but will go out right about the 44-yard line and. 
tried to surprise him there, and it backfired. Yeah, just an extra cut to the inside, and Jalen Logan could have had that. Well, folks, a reminder that you can hear all the kickoff action of the 2022 Gamecock football season starting tomorrow at 4.30 p.m. with our own Chris Miller and Chet Tucker, my boys, hosting the pre- and post-game and halftime shows, followed by kickoff at 7.30 p.m. Here at all tomorrow on Interstate 107 as USC kicks off the season against Georgia State. Trojans put Greer Hopkins in at quarterback, and he'll be pushed out of bounds after about a five-yard gain and blocking downfield. Goodness gracious, with Zylon Arnold. He just planted touchdown score. Jaden Johnson into the ground <laughs> ten yards beyond the play. I was, I was really – I was anticipating a flag there. I saw Jalen Johnson just get flat-backed over on the near-side sideline. Over on the same play, Greer Hopkins to the left. He's got great block out in front. It's Zylon Arnold leading the way, and he'll have plenty enough for the first down. Quickly down to the Bearcat 35-yard line. And Greer Hopkins, I don't know if he actually went down there. He got sandwiched between two defenders, but he popped right back up. A lot of speed, nice wheels on Greer Hopkins. This time they'll hand it off to Arnold. He goes right side. Got a little bit of room over there. He'll pick up about five before he's met and brought down at the 31-yard line. Good job along that front uh, front five. Win Young and Vance Ventry getting their backsides together and open up a nice hole for Arnold. Trojans quickly back on top of the ball. Pass is caught on the near side, and a great little sidestep around the defender down to the 20-yard line on the reception is Jaden Burris. First grab of the night. Jaden Burris, second grab of the season. Nice job, just a little out route in the near side flat. You see some of the backups, uh, some of the reserves for Northwestern getting some play in time, getting into this ball game. Hopkins will take the snap. He hands this one to Arnold. Arnold hit in the back. Actually, Hopkins has it himself moving inside. Touchdown. Great cut at the five-yard line. Fooled everybody, including me. And Greer Hopkins takes it in from 20 yards out. <laughs> oh, just a, a fake handoff. So a little bit of a sleight of hand for Greer Hopkins. Quickly becoming a fan favorite here of Northwestern fans. The uh, the backup quarterback coming in and getting the job done. Feisty young man, heck of a soccer player. Snap back for the extra point. Rodriguez up and off the right crossbar. No good. 55-21. Trojans on top. 6:07 to go. You're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. Somebody injures somebody else due to their negligence and they're not willing to step up and make that person whole again. We're the ones that go and make that happen. We work together to make sure that what we're doing is understanding our client. It's very difficult to be a voice for someone that you don't know. We don't want somebody to feel alone when they're not able to provide for their family because of an injury. We want people to know that there's somebody out there that will fight for them. We don't want you to fight your own battles. We don't want you to go it alone. We want you to call Schiller and Hamilton because we've got you back. Schiller and Hamilton Law Firm. Don't go it alone. 803-366-0333. Trojan Dunn's up 55-21, a 20-yard run for a touchdown from Greer Hopkins makes it 55-21. A reminder at the conclusion, we'll have the offensive player of the game for the Trojans, sponsored by Rock Hill Coca-Cola and the Hospitality Heating and Air Defensive Player of the Game at the conclusion of the contest. And then, of course, Every great Friday night is capped off with Chuck Roberts and the great crew over at the red zone, or excuse me, the end zone, 
capping off all the statewide scores and plays from around the area. Yeah, we'll go around on that nickel store scoreboard and see scores from all around the state of South Carolina. I think that's one of the highlights of Friday night, too, just going over, looking down in the low country, the Midlands, seeing who did what this week, and a lot of games we've been wanting to keep an eye on around the state. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by YMCA of Upper Palmetto with convenient locations in York and Lancaster counties. And your locally owned and operated firehouse subs, Dave Lyle Boulevard in Rock Hill and TKK. And by Elite Air and Heat, your hometown home team, 366-HOME. And by Rock Hill Schools Adult Education, serving the lifelong learning needs of adults in our diverse community. And by Trip Leitner Orthodontics, just smile. Caleb Rodriguez on to kick off. <laughs> Scrambling around back there, maybe... Trying to position some players. Rodriguez gets a good foot into it. He'll drive it down to about the 12-yard line. It'll be fielded there by Johnson trying to get around on the outside. They like running it towards their home team. And, boy, Jaden Johnson with a powerful run ran right through one of the tacklers and gets out across the 25 out to the 26-yard line. Yeah, Johnson, he's listed as a wide receiver on the Brooklyn Casey roster, but he's done a little bit of everything, return kicks. He took the direct snap for a – a touchdown uh, earlier this quarter. Great blocker on the outside as well. He's ca- he's taking a couple handoffs. Plays a little bit of everything. Back. Yeah. Plays DB. So Tanner Staten out. Takes a snap looking to throw a right side. Intended for Johnson, but well covered over there by the Trojan defense. And the pass falls to the ground harmlessly. Yeah, that was one of the ca- uh, captains, C.J. Wentz, the junior outside linebacker in coverage, just staying right in Jaden Johnson's pocket. Able to prevent him from catching that pass. It's coming up second and ten for the Bearcats. Bearcats will get their ball. They used the look like the first play may have been with the Trojans ball, so they'll get their ball out there and send three receivers to the near side, one to the far. Satan's gonna hand this one off to Washington. Left side, big hole, across the thirty-five, across the forty. Stiff arm at the 45 and will be shoved out of bounds in Trojan territory at about the 47-yard line. Chewing up yards is Deshaun Washington for the Bearcats, and one of the Trojan players is down, injured behind the play, maybe catching a cramp back there as that defense has been on the field for a real long time tonight, Matt. They certainly have, and trying to get a number on him there. But a great play put on by B.C., Able uh, to get all of the Trojan defenders slanted to the right side of the field, and they were handing off to Washington going left in a little counter play. High school football on the OTS Sports Network, sponsored in part by Imperial Pool and Spas, 21 Bypass, Rock Hill, and in Lake Wiley. And by Schiller Hamilton Law Firm, we've got your back, 366-0333. And by York County Natural Gas, your one stop for appliances, installation, and service. And by KFC, the taste you crave at a price you love. Yeah, injured Trojan Jamison Ellerby. He's getting up and walking it off. Looks like a, one of those cramps, a calf cramp. He's going to get over and try to get that thing rubbed out on the sideline, get a little bit of hydration. Now we're set to play first and ten for the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats. At the Trojan 47-yard line, Tanner Staten in shotgun. Got a couple of wingbacks in the formation. And Washington is a fullback. They'll swing it around. Kind of looks like an old wing team play. And nothing going there. Washington hit at the line of scrimmage and will fall there. No gain on the play. You know, wing T play, a wing T collision. Right there, he ran right into the the open arms of Andre Pickett, the big sophomore defensive lineman. 
He bear hugged him and wrestled him to the ground. So second down and 10 upcoming. Clock moves five minutes, five seconds to go. Keeping an eye on that WRHI app, the Nichols Store scoreboard. Other games in the area. Try to get you some. We'll run a little reverse here. This one's set up nicely. It's Evan Golden on the carry. He's got room down the sideline. He'll be shoved out of bounds at about the 32-yard line. They kind of fake that motion a couple of times or run it just without pitching it. And that time they catch the Trojans moving to, towards the right. And Golden takes it the other way. And, Chet, before the game we were talking to a few of the Trojan staff members here, and they said, you know, Brooklyn Casey was so hard to prepare for because they throw out about 20 different formations. Well, I think we've seen 18 or 19 already tonight. And uh, even that last play with those two up backs, and they're going to go out of that formation again. It's old wing T. Aiden takes a snap. Pump fakes, throws down, looking towards the end, end zone, and that's going to be overthrown. Great coverage on the play there by the Trojans. Jamar Perry in great position. We called his name several times tonight. Making consideration for him for the hospitality, heating, and air defensive player of the game for the Trojans. I think Mason Greer might have a little head start on him there with those early sacks. He did. He did. It's going to be a handoff to Mays this time. He runs right at the line and breaks out to the left side, trying to get him and pulls him out of bounds. That was Perry again. We'll see. He's going to be uh, the ball carrier for Brooklyn Casey. He's going to be close to that first down marker. We'll see where the officials mark him out. Looks like he might be about two yards short on that one. That was designed to be right up the gut. And Perry kind of, or excuse me, Mays just went straight ahead and ran into the back of one of his blockers and just broke out to the left side. Great job by Perry to be able to get outside and corral it. So now we'll see that heavy package once again. Third down and two. He'll snap it. It'll be a keeper by Johnson. Starts moving right and puts his foot in the ground and cuts up. Tries to keep moving, but they'll say his elbow hit. He has enough for the first down, down to about the 20. But it will be enough for the first. And I, I'm impressed. It's it's a week two here this season, the third game for Brooklyn, Brooklyn Casey. And their offense, as many formations as they're throwing out there, you're not seeing many mistakes, many block, uh, block, missed blocking assignments or mishandled uh, balls. This is a handoff to Mays. Gets hit in the backfield but able to escape the grasp. Will Massey came shooting through there like he was shot out of a cannon but could not tackle him and turns a four-yard loss into about a two-yard gain. And eventually on the stop there, that was uh, Mason Greer. He's put his name back in the running for that defensive player of the week. Quickly on top of the ball. Handed off to Washington. And, boy, he lowers his shoulder at the line and gets forward. And it's either a slow snap or, or something, but it always looks like those two up packs are moving before the ball is snapped. Yeah, and, and as we say up backs, we're talking about two offensive linemen here, two 300-pounders. Well, one's 305, one's 255. That are lining up in the backfield as fullbacks. Hand it off to Washington again. He'll try to jump over the pile and pick up maybe a half yard. Trojans wise to that one. Staten will check out of the game and they'll bring Jaden Johnson back in to run that kind of wildback quarterback. Wildcat quarterback. Johnson will take the snap. He's going to keep it himself. Runs up off tackle to the left side. Stiff arm at about the three. Jaden Johnson into the end zone on a seven-yard run. 
Yeah, there were five offensive linemen, two tight ends, and behind the right offensive tackle, there were two backs. Then Johnson lined up at the quarterback with almost a pistol formation, a running back right behind him. So an odd formation, and uh, Brooklyn Casey there coming out for two. Once again, it will be <coughs> Calvin Busby. Snap is high. They get it down, and Busby's kick is up and good. 55-28 is our score, 3.07 to play. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Hi, I'm Janae with Harbor Chase of Rock Hill. Excellent care is our number one priority, while enriching lives is a real close second. Harbor Chase Assisted Living and Memory Care at 1611 Constitution Boulevard. Call us at 981-6855. Harbor Chase of Rock Hill, where we celebrate senior living. Avoid the uh-ohs when you dig by calling SC811 first. York County Natural Gas reminds you to have your underground utilities located for free. Call SC811 before you dig. Welcome back out to District 3. Trojans on top, 55 to 28. Three minutes, seven seconds to play here in the third quarter. Busby will handle the kickoff. Kick a little squib over towards the left side. I'll go directly out of bounds. Trojans will take over at the 35-yard line. And I think our uh, statistician and uh, the guru of all that is Northwestern stats, Brian Smith, the coach, he, he gave you some interesting little takes over there. It is, and I was actually a little surprised by, by one. I thought Northwestern's starting field position would be maybe a little bit better than this, but, boy, it's still fantastic. <laughs> Eight drives, and they've averaged starting at the 47-yard line. Uh, and on 55, or excuse me, on 34 offensive plays, Northwestern has 55 points. Oof. 30, play 35 upcoming. It'll be a pass out to the right side. Complete. It'll be about a 10-yard gain, close to a first down. Trojans will be moving quickly. It's still Greer Hopkins at the helm. Yeah, and we'll probably see him the rest of the way out. I don't, unless this thing gets closer, he starts making some turnovers. Hopkins going to hand this one off to a new tailback in the game. A fancy footwork there in the backfield. I believe that was Kamari Childs. Kamari Childs saw extensive work in that Rock Hill High game. Got him a touchdown that night. And getting rewarded for some good work on special teams. Childs again with the carry. This time he kind of gets swallowed up between. Boy, that was a great defensive play there. That tackle was getting blocked and somehow just wraps up Childs. <laughs> Kamari Childs, pretty pretty slight of stature, got folded in half. Hopkins going to take it this time, throws it out to the left side, pass complete, and plenty enough for the first down to be pushed out of bounds at about the 39-yard line of the Bearcats. Again, that's Jalen Logan on the reception. Or I'm sorry, Jaden Burris on the reception. He lowered his head and picked up the first down for Northwestern, so they're going to keep the chains moving. Hopkins takes a snap, handoff to Childs. Childs going left side. He'll get ridden by a defender after a gain of about seven yards down to the 32-yard line. The pace at which this Northwestern offense moves just makes it so difficult for substitutes to come in the game. Bearcats will try to get three on this play. Yeah, see a little line shift up front. These defensive linemen, they're getting winded. Hopkins will fake the handoff this time, looking to throw downfield. Got a man towards the end zone. Pass is going to be incomplete. It was a well-thrown ball on the run. Hopkins had the, the option there either to keep it or to throw it, and there's a 
flag down. Maybe an ineligible man downfield, Matt. Well, I think it was because Jordan Knox, he just put the man on fr- in front of him on roller skates and pushed him about 10 yards down the field on that play. And that will indeed be the call. You know, on those plays, Hopkins, I think, has the option to either run that or throw it. But if he's going to decide to throw it, he's got to do it a little bit quicker because the offensive linemen are treating that like a run play. They're trying right. to get to that second level. So they're going downfield. They're not checking to see whether he's ro- running or throwing. Hopkins takes a snap, handoff to Arnold. Zylon Arnold drags a couple of defenders forward. He'll have enough for a first down down to the 29-yard line. It'll be first and ten Trojans. And actually on that play, Jordan Knox, the left tackle, pulled over to the right side. Uh, just a 60-trap play, allow- allowing Childs to get right back behind him, hitch his wagon to Jordan Knox, big backside, and pick up ten yards there for the first down. Twin receivers set to each side. Kamari Childs in the backfield beside Greer Hopkins. A high snap on the outside, but Hopkins able to get it and hands it to Childs. Childs moving right, looking for a block on the outside. He'll get one. and be slung out of bounds at about the 22-yard line. Another first down for Northwestern. Kamari Childs getting extensive playing time tonight. You love to see that for the senior running back. We've seen a lot of Zylon Arnold tonight. A little bit of Turbo Richard. He's kind of getting spelled this evening. A couple of receivers weren't set there. It's a handoff to Zylon Arnold. He'll get upfield. Big gainer down to about the 11-yard line. Trojans will be able to pick up another first down. So it's not a goal-to-go situation. but Yeah, Trojans still can pick up a first down. No flags on that last play. Like you said, Chad, none of the receivers were quite set. I don't know that the referee was set either to be able to, to watch it, the pace that they're going. Hopkins takes the snap, looking to throw this one. He's going to roll to his left, fires towards the end zone. Pass is batted away, intended there for Burris, I believe. Unable to corral it. And it kind of looked like he was trying to throw it through, through <laughs> Burris' chest. The velocity at which that ball left Greer Hopkins' hands was unbelievable. Now Childs and Zylon Arnold will both be in the backfield to either side. Of Greer Hopkins. There'll be two receivers to the near side, one to the far. Ball on the right hash. Trojans moving right to left across the radio dial. And we've got whistles pre-snap. And I was just about to comment, Matt, about how few flags that there have been in this game so far. It's false start against the Trojans, so it'll back them up five, make it second down and 15. But, you know, some of these high school games, particularly early on in the season, you know, the game just never gets into a flow because there's so many penalties. They certainly are. And I think um, in about the second quarter, we saw a flurry of penalties against Brooklyn uh, Brooklyn Casey. Pass over to the left side is going to be caught. Now dragged down to about the three-yard line. That was intended and caught by Jalen Burris. Jalen Burris on that one. Yeah, it's going to be close to the first down. Not quite. It's going to bring up third and one, it looks like. But. Yeah, Brooklyn Casey got bogged down. They kind of got in their own heads there and started getting a lot of silly penalties there in the second quarter, which really was the turning point in this game. Northwestern was able to take advantage of those, get a couple possessions back, extend some drives, and uh, really put the hammer down in this ball game. And I apologize. 88 and 89 look an awful lot alike. It's Jalen and Jaden Burris, and I believe that was actually a reception by... Jaden Burris on that one. I think so. Both wide receivers, both juniors, be willing to bet they're related. <laughs> I suspect you might be <laughs> on to something there. 
Yeah, I think they were born on the same day there. They're the, the twins, Jalen and Jaden Burris. So a little stoppage in play. The referees are going to have a conversation. Gives us a chance to tell you. High school football on the OTS Sports Network brought to you in part by Jonathan Brown Electric. We're here to brighten your day. And by Comporium, your friendly neighborhood tech giant. And by AirTech Heating and Air. No matter what the weather, AirTech makes it better. And by the city of Rock Hill. Keep Rock Hill clean. Don't litter. And finally, by Family Trust Federal Credit Union. Building relationships for a lifetime. All proud sponsors of the Northwestern Trojans. Okay, so this is going to bring up third down and about an iPhone. The Trojans are getting the play call in. I imagine we might see Zylon Arnold get a carry here. They're in a shotgun formation, actually going to keep it with Hopkins. He goes right side, picks up a great block from Arnold, gets into the end zone, and they throw a flag right at that block. Mm. Not sure what that was. I know what it was. Signaling a hold there. (laughs) Yeah, I think that that right side was sealed off a little too well. That's going to be a holding penalty against the Trojans. It's a spot foul, so it's going to be third and ten now. They must have got the offensive lineman there. Zylan Arnold came in. There was a linebacker coming up. Looked like he had an angle to get to Hopkins, and Arnold just met him and knocked him backwards, which kind of gave him the edge. I guess that hold helped a little bit on the end as well. And Luigi Rizzo now checking in at right tackle for the Trojans. So empty backfield, backfield here for Hopkins. He'll pump fakes it up a little wide receiver screen. It's Burris. Got great blocking out in front of him. Now he cuts to the left and dives into the end zone. <laughs> great run. Looked like he had a wall of purple in front of him. Could have moonwalked into the end zone, but decided to make it interesting. Cut to his left and dove in, but touchdown for the Trojans, Jaden Burris from 11 yards out. Yeah, Jaden Burris, he had a straight shot to the end zone, but it it was like one of those old Tecmo Bowl plays where you want to run out the clock and you just run up and down the sideline. That's I'm sorry, against the goal line, and that's just what he did, but he did sneak into the end zone for six for the Trojans. Extra point by Caleb Rodriguez up and good. And I'll make it 62 to 28. Trojans on top. You're listening to high school football on the OTS Sports Network. Experience the peace of mind of Imperial's complete winterizing service. This is Mike Elder. Let the pros at Imperial Pool and Spas put your pool safely to bed for the winter with all the latest winterization techniques. Imperial Pool and Spas, 21 Bypass Rock Hill and in Lake Wally. Try Firehouse Subs Spicy Cajun Chicken Sub with Cajun Seasoned Grilled Chicken Breast, House-Made Cajun Mayo, and Jalapenos, all on a toasted sub roll. And remember, a portion of the proceeds go to first responders. Only at your locally owned and operated Firehouse Subs, Dave Law Boulevard, Antigua K. Yes, it is important to get your high school equivalency diploma. Just listen to this graduate. Something that you can accomplish for yourself. That's something that you can reach. Nobody else can take it away from you. Rock Hill Adult Education, 981-1375. Trojans on top, 62-28, to 28, 18 seconds to go here in the third quarter. And a flag down on the return. Yeah, that was a pretty easy one to see there. It looked like the uh, kickoff coverage team for Northwestern. Really nice tackle. Uh, a two-handed tackle just by the face mask. The Brooklyn Casey return man just kind of bulldogging him into the turf there. So 
The ball was returned to the 30, so it looks like this is going to go all the way up to the 45 of Brooklyn Casey, taking the ball close to midfield. Yeah, so really kind of the best starting field position for Brooklyn Casey tonight. There have been a couple of times after some muffed kickoffs where they've been starting from inside their own 15. This time, their best starting field position of the night. That'll get them out to the 46 after the penalty. And we've got flags once again at the snap. Yeah, it looks like this is going to be a false start against the Bearcats. Certainly is. So that's going to bring up first and 15. Move the ball back to the 41 of Brooklyn Casey. Looking around across at some other scores right now over at D3 South. Mallard Creek and South Point in a battle. 9-6, to six, South Point on top in the fourth quarter. Catawba Ridge up 31-7 to seven over NAFO. Lancaster and Rock Hill in a battle as well. Still third quarter, 26-22. Staten's going to take the snap, trying to roll out to his left side, and he'll get kind of shoved out of bounds. <laughs> Looks like uh, Staten, he, had to, he tried to do his best flopping routine. Ran out of bounds, and he just kind of he put his acting shoes on there and just kind of flew out of bounds, untouched. So it looks like they maybe picked up about maybe two or three yards on the play out to the 43-yard line. So it'll be second down and 12. Clover and Hillcrest in a tight one in the third quarter, 19-16. Hillcrest on top. York, 42. Union County, 35. Staten looking to throw. Plenty of time. Nice pocket for him. Send his receiver down. Great communication. He'll connect down to about the 35. Trojans trying to tear that ball away. Can't do it. And that'll be the end of the third quarter. Trojans on top, 62-28. to 28. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Brisk mornings with scorching afternoons. Welcome to the South. It's your reminder it's time to get your precision tune-up so when it turns cold, you're ready. Call Lighthouse Heating and Cooling today, 803-329-1200. At Winthrop University, our goal is to make students flight ready as they reach new heights in achieving their goals in life and career. This is Edward Cerna, president of Winthrop University. A lot of our majors, like you have to have an internship to graduate. And so they're basically putting you in the workforce so that you can get that head start into like seeing what you enjoy and like what you want to go into doing once you graduate. See for yourself what sets Winthrop apart. Visit us online to schedule a campus tour and complete your application for admission for free at winthrop.edu. Coke knows there's nothing better than the beat of summer. Don't miss the remaining 100 days of artist tracks and great concerts, all at Coke Studio. Drink, scan, and enjoy your Coke. And don't miss out on all the amazing offers we're dropping this summer. Coke products distributed locally by Rock Hill Coca-Cola Bottling Company. Start of the fourth quarter here. Trojans on top, 62-28 to over the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats. Handoff inside to Washington. This time, nothing doing. He's going to be hit behind the line of scrimmage, and Staten kind of gets collected by the pile as he was being driven backwards. Good to see he looks okay, but he'll actually be heading out as they're going to go back to that Wildcat formation with Jaden Johnson taking the snap. A great stop up front by Mason Greer and Jaden Leitner. Johnson looking to put it in the air. Ball's going to be batted and caught. Holy cow, what a catch. Jackson Thomas on the reception, flagged down. Yeah, everybody, just about every offensive player 
before Brooklyn Casey was moving before the ball was snapped. And this time, they called for an ineligible man downfield. That's the second wow. or third time tonight that the Trojans have been caught kind of looking into the backfield, expecting one thing, and BC's dialed up the right play at the right time. And it was well, amazing. It was a great throw from Johnson there. It was right on the hands, and the ball got knocked up by the defender. And somehow Jackson Thomas able to stay with it, corralled it about the five, and wound up in the end zone. They'll stay in the Wildcat formation. Northwestern crowd in the line of scrimmage. They'll take it. Ball's on the ground, and Johnson actually does not fall on it. It'll be picked up by Mays, and he's got nowhere to go. He'll be tackled for a loss. Actually, that was Young on the carry. Yeah, Will Massey, the sophomore linebacker, shooting back there for a uh, making the tackle for a loss. BC is going to take a quick timeout. They're heading the wrong way. It's going to be third down and about 22, 23 yards, and you know, looking around the state, Matt, at some some interesting scores. You know, keeping our eyes on, on what's going on. I've got some buddies who are associated with Hammond High School. They're playing their first game against the South Carolina Public School in over a decade, and they've traveled to the reservation. Which, boy, there's a lot of teams that won't take that as a as a trip when you're making your schedules. And Hammond has acquainted themselves pretty well. Uh, Gaffney just took the lead, 14 to seven. With about over a minute Hammond. And, over Hammond. Over Hammond. team. With a minute and 28 seconds to go in that game. So Gaffney struggling to find their way. And, and generally, Gaffney doesn't really hit their stride till it gets to be about October. That's but, right. Uh, that certainly is a surprising score. Gaffney doesn't start playing football till it gets cold. <laughs> well, we've heard that one a, a time or two from somebody we knew. But, um, yeah, that, that's a that's an eye-opener from over at the reservation. Yeah, Rock Hill and Lancaster, another one. We've got our eye on 22-26, still in the third quarter. Who's leading that one? Lancaster on top by four. Staten back into the game, take the snap on third and 23. He's going to be pressured out of the pocket, steps up. Ball's going to be stripped out of his hand. A diving play, but recovered by one of those offensive linemen, I believe. Actually, that may have been a blocking tailback in there that fell on it. Actually, let's give some credit to... Looks like Jared Holmes. Yeah, came away from the pile, but Staten stepped up because the pressure was collapsing around him, and one of those diving Trojan defenders able to smack the ball out of his hand. So once again, now we've got fourth and very long here for the Bearcats. Yeah, and that was Kamari Morant stuck his paw in there and able to knock that ball loose. Fourth down. Low snap. Staten fields it off the ground. He's going to be pressured. Nowhere to go. Just kind of hunks it downfield. And there's a man wide open who makes the catch. Close to a first down. And he will pick it up. What a play by Staten to stay alive in the grasp of two Trojan defenders. And found the wide open receiver. Needed about 24. Got about 26. I tell you, these are the plays that just... When Coach Wofford and his defensive staff, they go over these tapes. Or this film... That's plays like that are just going to drive them wild. They have Brooklyn Casey dead to rights, fourth and about 30, and they allow them to get out of it like that. Uh, it's that's happened time and time again in this ball game. Staten will take the snap. Looks like they were setting up a little inside shovel pass, and now try to throw it out to the right side. And catches made, but driven out of bounds. Maybe a yard or two on the game. Flag down on the field. Again, that was Jaden Leitner, the senior offensive line or outside linebacker, coming up in coverage and making that tackle. We, we're going to see what the call's on. It was thrown kind of in the defensive secondary, almost right at the snap. So 
Referees are going to talk about it. Maybe some type of alignment issue. It didn't look like it occurred during the play. Here comes one of those big hockey line shifts for Brooklyn Casey, just shuttling in about five or six different players. Extended discussion here from the referees, trying to get it all sorted out. An eligible man downfield against Brooklyn Casey. Might have, yeah. I guess it was. It looked like it was thrown pretty quickly, but again, like it looked like they were setting up for a shovel pass, a pass behind the line of scrimmage, so you can get downfield. Uh, but the Trojans had that snuffed out, so he threw it out to the outside. The Trojans are going to decline it. A gain of two on the play, second down and eight. And now we've got maybe some motion pre-snap. And I'm blaming you, Chet. About. <laughs> About 20 minutes ago, you said, yeah, we've had a relatively clean game, not a lot of penalties, and now you're there throwing that jaundiced cloth all over the turf. And now second down and 13 upcoming here for B.C. Staten under center. Going to fake the handoff, looking to get that out, trying to slip it out behind, and three Trojan defenders are wise to that one, intended for Jackson Thomas, the only player in the route. They had that tight package in. Looked like they were just going to hand it off inside and try to sneak him out. But the Trojans been coached up a little bit to expect it. Yeah, and great coverage by the sophomore defensive back, C.J. Broughton. One of us, the sophomore starters in this defensive backfield for the Trojans. And off this time, that goes to the big back there. That one's to Tyrone Jackson. He gets a couple. Maybe three back to the original line of scrimmage. And credit Broughton on that tackle along with Jaden Leitner. And again, it'll be fourth down and maybe just shy of 10 yards. So Fourth down means nothing fourth to and Brooklyn Casey, especially fourth and 10. They'll actually run the field goal unit out there, give Busby a chance to get a look. Ball position on the right hash. He's at the 28-yard line. It'll be a 38-yard field goal attempt. Snap back. Kick is up. Plenty of leg. It is good. Wow. Great kick there. Calvin Busby knocks it in from 38. Makes it 62-31. to 9.48 to go here in the fourth quarter. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Have an electrical need? I'm Jonathan Brown. And whether it's a light switch, fan change, or even new fuses, or even a whole house, at Jonathan Brown Electric, we have it all covered. As a lifelong resident of York County, I'm here to serve you. I am fully licensed, bonded, and insured. Call me at 704-936-899. This is Olivia Shambly. YMCA 360 is your new on-demand video platform with offerings such as group exercise classes, youth sports trainings, well-being classes, and more. The best part about it? It's free for our members. Check it out today at ymcaup.org. Chet Tugger and Matt Hires over here at District 362-31, to go here in the fourth quarter. Calvin Busby connects on a 38-yard field goal. Trojans anticipating possibly an onsides kick. They've got 10 players up within 10 yards of the 50-yard line. Busby will kick the little squib, and it's going to be fielded. And it looks like we've got offsides on the kicking team there flag thrown right away that's right great job there to field that that was Jalen logan how about the one deep man on this uh kickoff return team for the trojans is greer hopkins quarterback to do everything doing a little bit of everything got a 
a nice catch on the play that Finley Polk got maybe the wind knocked out of him when he took a big hit. And it was a brief delay while they were tending to Polk. But the next play, he was playing quarterback and doing a great job. Yeah, thrown for a couple touchdowns, ran for two, I think. Busby will back up five and kick a little pooch kick over the top of the defense, and that will go out at the 28-yard line, I believe, with the penalty rather than getting it to the 35. It's assessed from where the kick was taken, so I believe that the Trojans should get the ball at the 40. And great job by Greer Hopkins coming up, telling everybody, hey, get away from that kick. He kicked it over the backs, all the front, the hands team's heads, directing everybody away from that sideline, letting the ball just dribble out of bounds and picking up that penalty. And you're right, Chet, the Trojans are going to start this drive at the 40-yard line. It'll be Greer Hopkins and Kamari Childs in the backfield. Hopkins takes a snap, hands it off to Childs, actually keeps it himself, throws downfield. Intended out there for Huck Walford, and it was just a little bit short of him. Hopkins didn't really set his feet, kind of threw it on the run there and came up a little bit short. And Greer Hopkins checking in at about about 5'8". Kamari Childs is a good 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, He's a few inches taller than him. This time they'll hand it off to Childs. Childs is going to be... Hit in the backfield, but will be able to get forward, pick up about three up to the 43-yard line. Got some new name or new faces out there. Eli Stratford, a receiver. Jaden Nichols. We mentioned Huck Walford over there on that far side. Can't tell who that is. It's angled away from us at the moment. The Trojans getting a lot of players some experience. This one will be thrown to the right side over to Jaden Nichols. He'll be pushed out of bounds. They're going to say at the 46. I thought he was a little bit closer to the 48 or 49. Yeah, and getting in there on the offensive line, Pace Howie, like Jacob Adams, Matthew McClellan. And Donna J. McMullen, the sophomore, coming in at right tackle. Well, the Trojans had an opportunity there. It's fourth down and about four, and Hopkins will punt it away. B.C. was trying to get a man off the field. They about had a legal participation, Northwestern. They'd have snapped it quick, might have been able to get that penalty. But Yeah, I think I think both of these teams, they, they know the outcome here. The Trojans so far have doubled up the Brooklyn Casey Bearcats, and uh, everybody's just trying to get out of here injury-free at this point. A reminder, we got the, the end zone coming up tonight with Chuck Roberts. We'll have highlights and scores from... All the games in the area and scores from across the state. Be sure to tune into that. Kicking off over, I believe, on 107.1 here in about five minutes, provided those games have finished up. State and still in the game at quarterback for the Bearcats. He's going to throw it out to his left side. He's got Mays on the catch. He'll scramble forward for about five yards out to the 25-yard line. And kind of looking forward to next week, not really putting the cart before the horse. But uh, Nation Ford, they're having a tough time. They're getting really handled by the Catawba Ridge Copperheads tonight. Well, next week, uh, they host Northwestern. So Nation Ford, when it rains, it pours. And the Trojans are going to head up uh, I-77 to Fort Mill. Yeah, hand off to Washington on this one. He'll break through the line of scrimmage, pick up about two or three yards. A great tackle there. Didn't see that number on the defensive line, able to corral his legs, but tripped was, him up, limited the gain. That was the Cowboy. That was Jaden Boyd. And they're lining up at uh, 
at defensive end. Also the center for Northwestern's basketball team. Hand this one off to Washington. Now that big package, he's trying to stretch it out to the right. Trojans do a good job to limit the game, but he will have about three yards, enough for the first down out to the 31-yard line. Here in Northwestern Band, they entertained everybody here at halftime. And uh, not a lot of not a lot of folks leaving. Clock moving, 7.45 to go here, fourth quarter. And Trojans on top, 62-31. to Reminder at the conclusion of the contest, we'll have the Rock Hill Coca-Cola Offensive Player of the Game and the Hospitality Heating and Air Defensive Player of the Game for the Trojans. Staten looking to throw, drops back. Now going to have to run. Got a lot of green space in front of him. Crosses the 40-45, goes out of bounds just after crossing midfield at about the 47-yard line of the Trojans. Yeah, Staten, we've talked about his athleticism all night long. Great arm, uh, great wheels. He can really, when he gets out in the open field, he can break one very easily. Committed to play quarterback for Elon next year. That's one of the challenges when you're, you know, you're getting great pressure, but you've got four receivers in the formation. Your defensive backs are playing man coverage, so they're locked up to those receivers. And if that pressure gets around, there's really no second level there to try to prevent the quarterback from taking off. Staten's taking advantage of it a couple times. He's going to take the snap, throws out to his right side, off the face mask of his intended receiver, incomplete. And Staten, he throws a fastball, too. He got a lot of mustard behind that pass. Thrown out in the direction of Evan Golden, who couldn't corral it. Great home crowd on here, here for the Trojans tonight. Able to see this game here at District 3. A couple hundred folks from Brooklyn. Casey made the drive up I-77, taking the sights. Oh, and a screen pass is batted away by the Trojans. Great job getting those hands up, Jaden Boyd. That's the Cowboy, Jaden Boyd. Getting back there, using that length from the defensive end position to just stretch that big, get that wingspan working for him and knock that pass down to the turf. And those defensive linemen, when they see that quarterback go up, if they can't get to him, they're taught to get those hands up in the air this time. I bet Jordan, Jalen Boyd's eyes got about as big as saucer seeing that coming right in his direction. Absolutely. Maybe he could get his paw on it and take it down. And I'm sure he had that little flash in his mind of about 55-yard run for a touchdown on a pick six. Oh, yeah, I guarantee you can dunk it over the goalpost. Trojans lined up offside. It's not going to be whistled. Staten gets out. Going to be dragged down after a gain of about five. It'll make it fourth down at about five coming up. Yeah, Will Massey, the sophomore linebacker, making the tackle. He's made a lot of great plays coming in here tonight, making the most of his opportunity to get some playing time. 7.06 remains. Clock stopped as State went out of bounds, but fourth down and six upcoming. And clock down to 7.06. State tries the hard count. No takers from the Trojans. They'll look to the sideline. State now takes the snap. Throws deep over the middle. A lot of touching out there, but pass was kind of off target, so the Trojans will take over after a turnover on downs. And the coverage again by C.J. Broughton, the sophomore safety. Great job sticking in the back pocket of that Brooklyn Casey receiver, and now we're going to see the Northwestern offense again. Seven minutes and one second remaining here in this contest. It'll be Greer Hopkins. Kamar Childs in the backfield. 
twin receiver sets to each side. It's be a handoff inside to Childs. Contacted in the backfield, but they can't bring him down. He bounces it outside. Does great to pick up maybe half a yard. Avoided the negative play and able to stretch it out for a, a little game. Yeah, Childs just remarkably quick once he gets that football in his hands. Tried to stretch it out over to the right side, able to make a little something out of nothing and get uh, two yards. And my apologies, that was Mason Davis on the carry. A little pump fake, and they'll throw a pass complete over to the near side, trying to break through, fighting hard, running quickly there is Daniel Caldwell, his first reception of the night, trying to follow some blockers. He'll pick up about seven yards. Caldwell, a sophomore receiver. A lot of sophomores getting on some playing time here for the Trojans. It's so important to get some guys some experience out there under the lights on Friday night. You never know when you're going to be called uh, and be counted on when your number's called. you got to get out there, take advantage of the reps at full game speed. So nice job of the Trojans to get some of the backups in, and they'll get a hard count, and that'll give them enough for a first down. One of the few third down plays that the Trojans have had, and I think it's the second time tonight they've been able to get B.C. to jump and give them a first down. Yeah, and both of them from Greer Hopkins. He's making a he's making a, a case. He's a reserve, making his case for the Coca-Cola offensive player of the game for the Trojans tonight. And off to Davis. Davis starts left, cuts back right, and he'll be hit at about the 39-yard line after a gain of about eight yards. And picked up and kind of sat down. That's right. He got one of those Arn Anderson spine busters right there. He got picked up and just taken down to the turf. Second down and one upcoming. Clock moves five minutes, 30 seconds to go. Pass intended out to that far side. Incomplete. Hopkins leading his receiver a little bit too much. It was one of those wide receiver screens that Northwestern has really used out of their repertoire here the last couple years. It's a little bit too much in front of his receiver. A snap a little bit to the right, but able to be handled by Hopkins. He'll hand it off. That one's Childs. He'll dive forward. Have enough for the first down, down to about the 34-yard line of B.C. Great job by Kamari Childs. He, he's so small, and you, you see him get contacted by some of these defensive linemen, knocked around a little bit. He just won't go down. He keeps, keeps his feet, great balance and great agility, able to pick up a first down for the Trojans. Hopkins takes the snap. He'll throw left side, complete, and a spin move to break out of a tackle. Going to be a gain of about 11 yards and be enough for another first down. Again, that was Jaden Nichols on the reception. Great job by Nichols, looking the ball into his hands before he, making the catch before he started trying to get that yak, that yardage after after the catch, getting downfield and picking up the first down. Another little pass out to the left side is complete. Be driven out of bounds. Big hit there provided by Jaden Johnson. Knocked to Darian Knox out of bounds after the catch, but it'll be enough to move the chains once again. Yeah, that looked like a late hit there by Jaden Johnson, maybe taking out some of his frustration. But as hard as he's competed tonight, you, you don't really blame him. Jaden Johnson and a lot of members of this Brooklyn Casey team, they've left it all on the field here tonight. Yeah, playing both ways. Still in the heat early September. 
Hopkins will pump fake. Now goes over the middle. Intended for receiver. Cannot haul it in the end zone. I believe that was Nichols, the intended receiver. It was high, but he just couldn't pull it down. Yeah, great coverage by Brooklyn Casey there was Mason Springs back in coverage. Breaking up the pass, and now it's going to be second and goal from the nine. To Trojan State staff, Hopkins is going to keep it himself, runs right into a defender. He'll be brought down right at the 10-yard line, pick up about four on the play. So it'll set up a third down and maybe a long six yeah, or seven long yards. seven yards. Looks like uh, had a little bit of person, some personnel changes for Brooklyn Casey along that defensive front. As Northwestern really starting to take their time now, winding this clock down to below four minutes. Hopkins takes a snap, throws that left side, looking to catch a block on the edge. And Knox will get it, but cannot go. They're going to say his. They're going to say he stayed in bounds. It's going to keep the clock running. And they're going to send the field goal team out to attempt it. I think Turbo Richard thought he might get an opportunity for a. Another carry on a fourth down and five play upcoming. He was about out to the numbers with his helmet on before he came trotting back. But I like the idea. Try to get Caleb Rodriguez an opportunity. Now they'll yeah. switch kickers. Caleb Rodriguez 0-1 this year. 0-1 on field goals. Be a 25-yarder. Kick is up. And it is good. Caleb Rodriguez from 25 yards out makes it 65-31. Trojans on top, 3:08 to play here in the fourth quarter. You're listening to High School Football on the OTS Sports Network. Are your floors feeling bouncy? Do you have a wet crawl space or how about any cracks in your walls? Call Southeastern Foundation and Crawl Space Repair. Let one of their team members evaluate your home. They will send a qualified consultant out with the experience necessary to remedy your home. They show up at the time promised, give you all the facts about what's going on with your home, and then let you make an educated decision. Call them at 866-668-7335 or online at scfoundations.com. That's 866-668-7335 or scfoundations.com. Everyone needs an estate plan. An estate plan ensures that your wishes are clearly communicated and is the only way that you can speak after you're gone. If you've not done any planning, now is the time. Nance Law Firm, proactive counsel, meaningful results. Find us online at nance.law. Rodriguez's kick will be fielded at the 10-yard line. I believe that's Washington. He'll run into his own man at the 20. They'll give him progress out to the 21, but no further. That's where BC will take over. Again, Melvion Robinson, the senior outside linebacker, making a name for himself on special teams, hustling down the field there. Big collision and making that tackle at the 20. Lancaster on top of Rock Hill, 33-31, still showing third quarter. It's getting off a link for that to be still in the third quarter. South Point maintains a three-point lead, 16-13 over Mallard Creek. Hillcrest extends their lead, 19-7 over Clover. Low snap to State. He's going to look, throw deep. Intended receiver is golden on that far side, and it's overthrown over everybody. York and Union County in a shootout. York leads 56-45 late in the fourth. Chester and Fairfield Central back and forth. Chester with a comeback right now. That's a war. All top 28-26. 
And you'll hear all these scores from the Nickel Store scoreboard on the end zone coming up at 10 p.m. or right after the conclusion of this game. In a battle of two teams with their eyes on Columbia in early December, Hartsville and Camden. Hartsville has come back taking a 30-29 lead over Camden. Handoff inside here, actually slipping through a couple of tacklers, is a B.C. ball carrier. Not sure which one that was. May have been Washington. It was. He'll pick up about seven or eight yards out to the 28-yard line. And tackle by the Trojans, Will Massey, one of those other super sophomore linebackers. And off to Washington again, breaks a tackle in the backfield and be brought down, have a gain of about four, be enough for a first down out to the 32-yard line. It looks like Coach Rusty Sharpie just content to run the ball between the tackles and run this uh, clock out with two minutes and 18 seconds left to go and running. BC not really in a hurry to snap it. They'll snap it with about 2.03 on the game clock. Staten looking to throw pressure. Steps up in the pocket. Looking for a block. He'll cross the 40. Going to pick up about 10 yards and get out of bounds and runs into one of his own players. Boy, big collision over on that sideline. Happy to see that player hop up, get right back on his feet. As there was a big time collision. Yeah. You got to be paying attention if you're standing on these sidelines. You never know who's going to run off and hit you, even one of your own players. But uh, Tanner Staten's going to pick up the first down. And uh, he ran out of bounds. That's going to stop the clock with 154 left here at the contest. Staten takes snap again. Going to be pressured and have to step up in the pocket. Dodges a defender, but can't get away this time. Mm. Flag comes in. He's actually going to drive the pile up past the line of scrimmage. So it won't be a sack. The whistles were blowing. Maybe a face mask or a hold, something in the backfield there. Well, Staten's coming out of the pile with his uh, helmet ripped off. And all four defensive linemen for the Trojans look to be in there. Uh, Marquise Holly, Donovan Williams, Jaden Boyd, they were all converging on that tackle. It will be a face mask whistled against the Trojans. Only the five-yard variety. And Staten's helmet came off, but apparently not due to the face mask. So he has to leave the game. And they'll bring Jaden Johnson back in. And yeah, false start. Uh, all kinds of. A lot of movement there. We've seen it kind of all night, and the referees have kind of allowed it, but this time just no denying that they were going a little bit before the snap. Well, I think it was off. I think it was offsides on this Wildcat quarterback they had in there. He pulled out from under center and started running down the line of scrimmage, and nobody else moved. So it's going to be first and nine now. Again, whistles pre-snap. This is going to be encroachment against the Trojans. Jaden Johnson will field the snap, and it makes a great cut, and a couple of flags come flying from a long ways away. Yeah, credit Cowboy Boyd on the tackle, but 
Yeah, all kinds of flags on the field here. Tonight's hospitality, heating and air defensive player of the game for the Northwestern Trojans is Mason Greer. Boy, he set the tone early. Got a couple of sacks right there in the first quarter. Really got things cooking for that Northwestern defense. To commemorate tonight's performance, Mason Greer receives a personalized engraved plaque. Our congratulations to Mason Greer, tonight's hospitality, heating and air defensive player of the game for the Northwestern Trojans. And that penalty was going to be a hold against Brooklyn Casey. It's going to back them up. It's going to be first and 15. It's going to back them all the way back up to their 39-yard line. After this play, we're going to have the Rock Hill Coca-Cola Offensive Player of the Game. It's going to be a handoff this time coming to Young, looking for some blocks. He's just got a sea of purple in front of him. And we've got a big-time late hit over on the sideline. This is going to be Mays taking out some frustration, blocking a player well four or five yards deep into the northwestern sideline. And that's what I really don't, you know, 